Hey, thanks for clicking on the video. This is going to be another episode of SNTR Gaming News discussing how the hacks in Halo are affecting crossplay to the point that the community is asking 343 to disable it, and 343 has responded. So, right here at the beginning, we record this segment. I do this for another channel, and this is basically what you're looking for if you're not watching the live broadcast. The past broadcast is usually about three hours long, but this is probably what you're looking for. This is an SNTR update. Halo Infinite hasn't been out for long and the hackers are already here. Many calling for 343 to disable crossplay and 343 has responded. I'll give you that at the end of the video. If you like these short SNTR updates, be sure to hit subscribe and the bell button or check me out where I live stream this over on SNTR Gaming. So the hacking is here and these reports came in very quickly within the first week of the game's launch. I was out of town and even my nephews were playing the game, which I found to be pretty encouraging. I thought, hey, if the younger generation can enjoy the brand new Halo, then the the arena shooter has hope, right? And they were also trying out Splitgate. But the, the concern would be, it's gonna be a huge turnoff if you try to jump into a brand new game especially a free-to-play game, and you're running into cheaters. We have been through this before. If you don't have very, very good front-facing anti-cheat or measures in place to stop cheaters, you're going to run into them in a free-to-play game, and they're not going to stop anytime soon because even if you ban them, it's not hard for them to jump back in. Warzone has dealt with this in great numbers for quite a while already. This has led to the community saying, let us disable crossplay. Obviously, in many scenarios, cheating is a little bit more accessible and easy on PC. So those who are playing on console or envisioning this sort of being a PC problem infecting their experience and they would like crossplay to be turned off or to be toggled off at their own decision making. Crossplay is one of the most celebrated features, one of the most pined after features after many, many years of barriers being between the platforms. And now people don't want crossplay because in so many of the games, cheating runs rampant and seems to primarily exist on PC. Now, 343 has responded, and you'll have to decide whether or not you think this is a good response. This was on one of their blog posts. Michael Van Kuypers said, We knew from the start that delivering an awesome PC game meant taking cheating seriously, and we're committing to doing it in a way that's respectful to the experience of legitimate players. Our anti-cheat philosophy is to make cheating more difficult in ways that don't involve kernel drivers or background services. We've done a lot of work securing the Slipspace engine and developing novel ways to protect and change the game to slow down cheat development. When people do cheat, we're focused on catching them through their behavior and not from data that we've harvested from their machines. Combating cheaters is an ever-evolving arms race, but we're making the tech investments needed today to continue the fight for years to come. So you'll have to take that for what it's worth. Essentially, they don't have front-facing installed anti-cheat, and they don't want to. They don't want to have invasive technology or software being used to keep the cheaters out. They want to respect the legitimate players. Now, obviously, if you've paid any attention to the anti-cheat dialogue, especially when Valorant came out, it's a bit of a touchy subject. Some people do not want kernel level or like bottom ring level installs on their systems because it has access to everything, which is 
unfortunately, one of the most effective ways to stop cheating software. Even then, that software has to be updated pretty regularly as Valorant had its own, you know, run-in with cheaters. So it's going to remain to be seen whether or not 343's anti-cheat efforts that are sort of done ad hoc, responsive, reactive in the background is that a, a better way of doing it? Call of Duty recently launching their own anti-cheat called Ricochet. Is that the future? Basically creating your own adaptable, evolvable, you know, anti-cheat to stay in front of, as they've described it, a cheating arms race. If you like these SNTR updates, hit subscribe and the bell button, and I'll see you in the next one. And I'll see the rest of you right now. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. I really, really hope you had a great holiday. I did. I enjoyed the time off. I usually don't enjoy the time off. I usually stress and worry, but I didn't. I just, I don't know. It felt good to spend time with the family. It's been good. It felt good just to not work. Uh, it really, really did. And uh, we are we are excited to be back. We got a whole lot of coverage for you this week. There's plenty of Halo topics to discuss along with uh, stuff with New World. We have a New World topic and a New World show scheduled today following this one about the continued problems with the trade house, one that was self-inflicted most recently by Amazon Games, and we'll be discussing that as well. I was actually surprised uh, that my nephews were playing Halo Infinite and loving it. Uh, we were going to try to set up a way to play, but we got we got hooked on Jackbox. Like, the whole family was playing. Like, everybody got out their devices in their phones, and uh, so we... We did not get into any Halo Infinite game sessions, and we wanted to. They wanted to, which, uh, which again, uh, kind of surprised me um, with with <laughs> everybody thinking, you know, it's an old game. It's an older game. No one's going to want to play Halo Infinite, and yet it, it seems to be doing just fine. I mean, obviously, that's a small uh, selection, my nephews. So, welcome back, good sir. Thank you, Ink Sanity. Uh... You look like you uh, you gained weight this week off. I've actually lost weight. That's a terrible thing to say to somebody, unless you're joking about Thanksgiving. Uh, good morning, Astro Candy and D Tom and Angry Pete, Quiet Shy Girl, Polarin, Royal Duck, uh, Thomas Henson. What's what's up, my man Hilly, uh, Sid, Jr. Kaganeko. What's good, Pugs? I'm ready for the Halo campaign to drop. I, I yeah 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 yeah. Um. Uh, yo, what's good, Dauntless? You're off center. We use this zoomed out one. Um, we've been using it for the new world, and then sometimes we use this one. It doesn't really matter uh, since we don't have the thing running along the top. We can we can use this 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 uh, this one. Um, oh, you were making a, a Thanksgiving joke. I was like, I actually lost weight. <laughs> <laughs> What's good loot? Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. That's right. Guys, th- this is from 80s Tees. So they have an amazing Christmas collection over there. So be sure to uh, get those orders in soon if you're trying to get shirts for the holidays. Uh, be sure to get those orders in rapidly. Uh, you'll run out of time. What's good feed? I see you in the chat feed. Uh, the camera looks drunk. Yeah, it makes more sense when we're in this frame when we do that. It frames it a little bit better, but... Since we're not covering New World, I don't have anything to put up there right now. So we'll, we'll work on that. I like the scrolling text and the image in the corner. We'll work on that, uh, developing like a template so we can update that day to day. What's good, Victor? Um, good to see you, Loot and Robert Jones. How are you? 
Savage Shark Bite, good to see you. <laughs> Gaming Fire, uh, what's good, Silent Warrior? Brendan, Morning Lona, welcome back. Thank you. We got to get some fireplace reading later this month. I, if everybody wants me to do a Merry Frickmas special, we'll we'll see. We'll see. I, I I don't know. I don't know where it fits. We don't. I don't know if we have a channel uh, right that. Uh, we don't have a channel like that right now. Um, not covering. Oh no, we're covering New World this afternoon. We're just we're doing a double show uh, some days. So we're kicking off with Halo Infinite hacking or Halo Infinite cheats. And then this afternoon, whenever we go to do gameplay, I'll open up that session with some New World conversation before I play. I I'm still not max level in that game. Uh, we've not we're not going to dabble much into the Halo Infinite gameplay, into the Halo Infinite gameplay, or the Halo Infinite multiplayer. Just not really. I did see that No Man's Sky is bringing back all of their expeditions and they're going to increase this uh decrease length of time and requirements accordingly i don't know if that will be something that we'll do like in a weekly basis or maybe just when it shows up because we're definitely we're definitely going to lean back into more variety we were we were all new world for a couple of weeks there now we're doing like halo and then some new world and then elden ring and then you know sekiro which we figured out what happened with sekiro so we will uh we will definitely make sure and play that this week why no halo i'm not a mul- i'm not a pvp guy yeah outriders outriders we covered outriders and their updated expeditions no he means no man's sky so no man's sky now has seasonal content it's actually had it a lot this year loot you might have missed this it's a way to play the game in like a new and fresh way and then you like earn cool stuff to give to your main save main character it's actually very very cool they have spectator mode for pvp I am not against doing stuff with the community and shoutcasting and having some fun. We're not in a position right now to do that. Like, I got to get my footing here. We're, we're trying to navigate so much. And while I was away, I've got some really, really... I've got big ideas for what I want to do with Presents and where I want to take the content. Because I very quickly want to be done with the Say No to Rage story. I just want to move on from that. And I've got some, I've got some, some ideas, and I, I really think it'd be fun and meaningful for me, uh, and meaningful for you guys. So, if you're tuning in, make sure and go through your morning ritual. Smash the like button. Say good morning. What's good, Zebear? Hilly's too. Er- it's too early for your. St- <laughs> Haven't he had my dark roast yet? That's right. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Get your wait. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Why aren't you gonna cat? Uh, why, why aren't you shoutcasting Halo MLG? Um, I don't know. I, I've not. I don't have any details on it. I have been totally disconnected while I was away. I was like, I sent a couple of tweets. I saw the Destiny community trying to cancel somebody again, and I was like, okay, let me throw my hat in the ring here. And then I, I ducked back down. <laughs> Yo, Ganks coming in with nine months. Hope you had a good holiday, homie. On a personal note, after five years of a night schedule. I'm going to be morning shift and uh, running my own shop. Well, good for you. Good for you, gangs. Thanks for sticking with me for nine months. And uh, I don't know if it's up yet. We were we were revamping. Uh, we were revamping the, uh, the, the, the website. And uh, it does. Uh, let me see here. Um, 
Have we changed the... We've changed the, sh- the, the link. So Rageless Rose is going to the wrong place now. I don't know if you realize that. Um, you changed it to shop instead of the shop. So we're going to have to get Rageless Rose to direct to the new one that you've done, um, uh, creature. Uh, store is open, people buying. Yeah, but the ra- RageousRose.com is not going to the right address. No, it isn't. I went to SNTR Network and I clicked on shop and it's working, but it's SNTRnetwork.com slash shop and the old one goes to slash the shop with a hyphen. You corrected that already? Okay, hang on a second. When? Because it's, I'm going RageousRoast.com and I'm getting, page cannot be found. Old Soul with eight months and a tier two. Thank you so much for doing that. Oh yeah, I forgot about this button. Can we get a second half of the emote? for Frickmas. Yo, what's good, D-Tom? Welcome in with a brand new membership. Thank you guys so much. We are inching towards 400 members here on this channel, and we really need it, because Presents has dipped down a little bit, and we need kind of like both memberships to maintain. Uh, We appreciate everybody who's either double dipping or has moved their membership or kept their membership on Presents. Either scenario is totally fine. Hilly coming in with 11 months at a Tier 2. My man says Team Light Roast. Thank you very much. I'm here for the halopium. <laughs> okay, okay, here. I, I want to... Let's get a poll. Let's get a poll going. Halo Infinite. Uh, let's see. Halo Infinite hacking. Is it making you play less at all? Yes or no? Yes or no? I know you might not be playing. I don't... I don't... That doesn't matter. Halo Infinite hacking. Is it making you play less at all? Uh, let's just go with, is it making you play yet less? Y- yes or no? Is it affecting you playing? Like, have you run into it? Like, is it a problem? Like, is it making you play less? Yes, and remember to go to live chat. Um, let's see here. It could just be, which did you fix? Um, yo, what's good, Derek? Which did you fix, creature? Did you fix Rageous... Because even even the link in chat isn't going to work because the shop is not the name of the page anymore. You've named it shop. The page is just shop now. So even our nightbot command needs updated. Um, I haven't seen any hacking. I'm almost level 50. Mo says, I have not noticed it. Soul says, it's browser cache. No, it's not. The the page is named differently. It's, It's named differently. I went incognito. The, the old address is the shop. Your new one is just shop. <laughs> is the link working for anybody else? Uh, the Nightbot link. At, uh, at my level, running into a cheater would be funny and sad in equal measure. Like, how bad are you? I actually haven't seen anything that made me think there was a cheater. Yo, Victor, double dipping continues with eight months. Hashtag Team Light Rose. Thank you, Victor. I appreciate it very, very much. What do you think about Destiny Community trying to cancel somebody again? Yeah, a guy made a joke, and everybody mis- completely misunderstood his joke, and they, they went after his sponsors. And I was like, Lono is correct. My browser says, the shop. If you type RageousRose.com, you will land on the new shop. Well, then we need to update... Okay, well then... Okay, so RageousRoast.com you fix. The Nightbot command is still is wrong then. Hang on. Let me fix the Nightbot command. 
He just simplified the, the, the URL. He just simplified the URL. Okay. The coffee command should be fixed now. It was a bad joke. It's literally a dad joke. It's a dad joke. Like, I, you know what I'm saying? It's not offensive. Like, it killed me. There we go. Coffee command now updated. What was the joke? So there's an old dad, corny, super cheesy joke that when someone says there are people that would kill for your sandwich or your food and you say, but why would I want to feed murderers? Like, it's an old joke, right? Somebody tells you, hey, you should be grateful you have that food. There are people that would kill to have the food. And you say, why would I want to feed a bunch of murderers? Okay, now typically attached to the statement that people would kill for that, it is often attached to a country. There are starving children in Africa is the common statement that people will make. And the super silly, terrible, it's not even a funny joke. The play on words is, why would I want to feed a bunch of murderers, right? If they're willing to kill for a sandwich, then they are murderers. It has nothing to do with the country, right? Which is worse, projecting race onto something where it doesn't exist, right? Sorry, Africa's a continent, sorry. The country's within Africa. And which is worse? He didn't get canceled. They all look like a bunch of idiots. And they were just blocking anybody who disagreed with them. Like, that's a really great way to have a conversation. Like, tell me that you figured out you were wrong without telling me you figured out you were wrong. It's like, oops, we tried to claim a joke was was the R word and it wasn't. And so now they're just basically blocking anybody that tries to point that out to them. They're like, yeah, whatever. And the one streamer, the one, uh, the one streamer who I feel, t- I, I, I'm so disappointed in him as a person. I am extremely disappointed in him as a person because I said people should watch him. I said, I think, I think he's got the, I think he's got what it takes. I think he could be one of the, one of the best entertainers on the platform. And I am just incredibly disappointed in him as a person. He's just nothing but a cancel brigader. And he literally, I, I called him out. I was like, you're just breaking Twitter TOS. You're just breaking Twitter TOS. You can't do this. You can't brigade t- to have, he literally tweeted, block this guy. I'm like, you understand that that is against Twitter terms of service. That's brigading call to action and targeting but because he said a joke you're too stupid to understand you're 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 gonna you're gonna call for his cancellation and then when they realize that the joke has nothing to do with race they don't care they're like here come here come all the white boys to defend him i'm like you guys are literally ignorant no not leopard no 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 no. it wasn't leopard it wasn't chuck it was umaze or Amaze, however you're supposed to say his name. Amaze was his, is his name. And I thought, this dude's going places. He's super talented. He's super positive. He's super hungry. He's just another toxic positivity, cancel brigade hungry nothing. He's nothing to me now. You, your talent doesn't matter to me if that's the behavior. If that's what's in your heart, 
then you're a zero. Like you're done. I don't. I your your talent means nothing to me. Immense talent and zero integrity. So you're a zero in my book. Like and and then when they realized that the joke wasn't what they thought it was, they didn't care. They just dug in. They just dug in, and then they called anybody anybody defending him or explaining the joke. Any any one of them got labeled as racist because because they were like, but that's not what the joke is about. Do you even understand? Like, you don't even understand the joke. You're, ironically enough, they're the ones engaging in racist behavior. Like, don't you understand that you're the one? You're the one. You're the man. <laughs> like, you're the one guilty in this environment. Just the the hubris, it just it pours out of their mouth like water. They're just so so self-righteous and they think that they're so right about everything that even when they misfire on a joke they're like no we don't care anybody defending him is this and the one and the, and the one main person brigading was like we demand answers we demand shut the frick up nobody answers to you you're nothing you're just some person on twitter like the rest of us yo what's good behemoth with 10 months welcome back and a tier two like literally shut the frick up the hubris to think that anybody answers to you like the the self-appointed self-righteous throne that you think you sit on sit the frick down and shut up like you're nothing you're just one more person creating content and tweeting you're not special you're not unique you're just another loudmouth, small-brained insect that just follows the mob. Let's hurt somebody because they made a joke that made my tum-tum feel bad. Sit down, shut the frick up, and take some Pepto-Bismol for your indigestion because you're making the rest of us sick. We're sick of seeing your vomit on Twitter. You're not positive. You're not good. You aren't. That's why I said, like, toxic positivity is like trying to heat and warm a house with dynamite. You're not creating warmth. You're not creating goodness in the world. You're destructive at your core. So sit down and be quiet. We're sick of you. You're not good for the culture. You're bad for it. You're bad for it. You and the rest of your ilk that think that, like, the internet answers to you when you get angry. Like, that's all you need. You just need to be angry to be right, apparently. Ten spot from Insomniac Black. You were missed, my guy. Got my coffee order in also. Get the cards out of the P.O. Box. No, we have not gotten to the P.O. Box. My my wife may make it over there uh, today. We, we, we may make it over there today. So, oh, she may make it over there today. Oh, man, that dark roast. Oh, right on the money. Mono back with all that stored up fire. It just killed me. It absolutely killed me. It was like, here we are, once again, misrepresenting someone and demanding that they be canceled. And I got news for you. If Advanced GG would have done anything and legitimized their claims and their attack, then frick that company and anybody associated with them. Seriously. 
if you they don't even give these people quarter they don't deserve it they're anti-intellectual morons there there's no morality there's no goodness in them it's this faux fake morality with like well, we're gonna judge people that do things we don't like and even when we realize we're wrong we're not gonna try to put Humpty Dumpty back together again we're gonna try to ground him into the dust so no one can see the you know the blood on the ground uh, take note of my PSA in live chat alright hang on a second the store is open for coffee only I'm making many changes some things you'll need to be aware of if you had an odd or unidentifiable avatar it's probably been deleted sorry for security reasons we are no longer allowing username only logins you must use your email address now. There are many areas that are under construction. Okay, if you have any trouble getting into your account. All right, so if you're trying to do stuff on the network, um, if you're having trouble getting into your account or changing from username to email, reach out to Creature and he can help you. Okay, there you go. Who got canceled? Nobody. Nobody, dude. Nobody got canceled. Anybody with a brain looked at that scenario and was like, it's it's just a really really bad joke. It's, it's it has nothing to do with race, and y- ironically, you're leveraging race so that you can harm another person, which in my book is way worse, way worse than even if he would have been making a joke that was like on the line, even if it would have been on the line. It still would have been worse to inject it with something that wasn't there and try to cancel him. It's like you're you're actually leveraging race to hurt another person. Man, that I don't know. That sounds really familiar to me. That sounds like you know the people that are actually horrible in the world. Are you sure you're on the right side here? You sure you're carrying the right flags and and pitchforks? Because I gotta tell you, your behavior is embarrassing. It's embarrassing. Yeah, his name, they tried to cancel a guy named Tectone. Yeah, he's like a Genshin streamer. He's got an accent. I'm not really sure where, where he's from. He, I, I've, 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 I'd never, I followed him, and ironically enough, I had a, I had a, I literally had a YouTube video scheduled that day for why does cancel culture work? Why? It works because no one thinks. It's the, it's the antithesis of thought. It's just pure action. It's rushing water. There's zero thought. There's, no, there's nothing behind it other than just anger and, and intent to harm. That's all it is about. That's all it's about. I don't know if you watch the new South Park, but they had a whole bit about PC jokes. I immediately thought of you. Chaos is a ladder. I, yeah, I guess. I guess. I, it's... That it, and that's what I that's why I said I said that's just toxic positivity like you're so bent on the image of positivity that you will bludgeon you will mark you will blacklist you will try to cancel anybody who doesn't fit into your your fake little image like you try to hurt and you try to harm right it wasn't even an edgy joke though that's the thing Ian it's basically a really old dad joke when someone tells you that there are people starving that would kill for your sandwich and you say, well, why would I want to feed a bunch of murderers? It, it's, it's literally a dad joke. It is, it is a corny play on words. That's all it is. That's all, that's all it is. So, 
I don't know. He followed me. Tectone followed me back on Twitter because I, I I took up for him, tweeted out my video, and I was like, this is garbage. This is absolute freaking garbage what you're trying to do to these people. And when they realize, there's no way that they didn't realize that they were wrong. So they're intellectually bankrupt in addition to being bad people. Like, you're not just bad people. You're bad you're bad for the culture, you're unkind, hateful people, but you're intellectually bankrupt. You're, you're, you're intellectually dishonest, right? It's one thing to be stupid, okay? Stupid can be corrected with information, right? Ignorance or stupidity can be corrected with information and education. But when you're smart enough to leverage a moment and then you realize you're wrong and you dig your heels in and you start smacking anybody who tries to correct you well now you're just intellectually dishonest which means you're not to be trusted you're an untrustworthy person now you see the latest twitter news i'll leave it at that for now what twitter news what that they that the their numbers are down or i what, what twitter news are you talking about Dallas? <clears throat> he tried getting my friend banned from Destiny because he assumed a message he received at the end of a PvP was this against his BLM emblem when in fact it was referring to the KD tracker. Well, yeah, of course. Of course. Everything's about that now. Everything's about that. Dorsey is out? Why? People called him because uh, the starving children were from Africa is the, in, in the joke. So apparently all things about Africa is... Well, and that was what blew my mind. I was like, I don't understand. What, what, what race are you talking about here? No, seriously. I want to know. What race? Come on. <laughs> Come on, really think here. Really, <laughs> really press on on how far the stupidity goes. Like, would it, so if the joke was about England, would it have been okay? It's a it's a geographic location, right? <laughs> like, it I don't know. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's like okay. Have you ever seen the movie with Val Kilmer? It's called Ghosts in the Darkness. There were these famous lions that became manhunters. That's unusual because lions tend to stay away from men because men have weapons and vehicles and they're big and scary and unfamiliar and so generally lions don't don't hunt men okay and the the, the theory was that once they tasted the blood of a man they wanted more okay and i think there are people who have developed a psychological taste for harming other people it, they've developed a taste for it they're like vampires it's like they get turned and now they're like I want to taste human flesh like that's what happens to them they have a psychological dependency now with I need to with regularity consume somebody I gotta hurt them harm them chop them down it's a sickness uh, is essentially what it is you're mentally ill if you seek and relish in harming and hurting other people. You are mentally ill and, and should seek help because 
you're not gonna stop they clearly aren't stopping it's just a continued thing it's like well yeah let's well, who who can we cancel today and that's why they shut their brain off right people who develop dependencies on things they shut their brain off don't they they're like well it'll make me feel good for the moment i know i've been you know abusing this substance or overeating or consuming something that i know is bad for me and you shut your brain off because you're dependent upon it so the reason that people shut their brain off and just dive into cancel culture is because they are now mentally and psychologically dependent upon it they're mentally ill it's 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 there's a part of them that's broken that's why they like it that's why they enjoy it and it, and and the reason that no one pumps the brakes and says you're actually not a nice person is cuz it's all under the guise of goodness and rightness and social change and positivity that's why I said toxic positivity is like trying to warm your home with a stick of dynamite. It's, well, this makes heat for a moment, but it's destructive. You're going to blow your house up. You're not going to warm and heat your house. You're going to blow it up. What you're doing is contrary to positivity and cultural progress. It's regressive, neanderthalic, tribalistic behavior. Nothing you're doing is progressive. It's the antithesis to being progressive. It's regressive. He basically gave in. He didn't apologize, okay? I kind of admired what Tectone set out to do. He said, listen, it hurts me to think that somebody right somebody in my community might have misunderstood this joke and been upset or hurt by it i thought it was it was very it was just good ownership it was like you know if i make a joke off the cuff i don't want somebody feeling harmed hurt or or unwelcome by it and to be fair that's on the person right He's a bigger person to say, listen, if I make a joke and you and you feel like, oh, man, that, you know, this this guy is 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 making a bad joke about my people. Well, you know, that's kind of on you to not to not be dumb. Like, I'm sorry, but seriously, if anybody heard that joke and took offense, it's on you, the listener, to not be stupid like you have a responsibility to be intelligent no one's there to help you not be stupid like you have to be smart if you're going to interact with information on the internet and not be upset by it so i appreciated his ownership to be like you know listen i don't want anybody feeling like they're not welcome just because i made a joke that could have been misconstrued i actually kind of respected what he did and you know what he what he said right Here's an interesting st- term, Schadenfreud. Uh, it's the experience of pleasure, joy, or self-satisfaction that comes from learning of or witnessing the troubles, failures, or humiliations of another. Yeah, that. Come on, that's that. Your your brain, your brain. There's a part of your brain that's broken if you take satisfaction in that. There's something wrong with you, seriously. And it's a widespread sickness in social media now, going after people for BS reasons just gives cover to people who are actually crap bags it makes the noise in the signal uh noise it makes the noise in the signal noise ratio too loud and we can't hear what actually is uh what's actually a problem right grief tourists yeah 
listen I posted that clip over the over the weekend and uh, it, and it was amazingly insightful it was it was Jordan Peterson and I know people don't like him or don't agree with everything that he says and I probably don't agree with everything that he says but I was watching an interview and I thought what he said was incredibly insightful the man's educated so he's gonna make good points it's unavoidable and he said that he thinks generally people have their own issues and problems that are really hard to deal with and instead of dealing with them they they take on pseudo moralistic positions on really big social issues so that people think that they're good and impressive and I was like who's like 17 second clip and this man breaks down social media behavior and virtue signaling like in an instant I was like what the frick is this guy on he's on a wavelength that I want to be on like that is right on the nose and funny enough I literally said that in a video I had already recorded it I had never watched a single blip of this guy before I know people have been telling me to check him out I've had people recommending like you got to check out his stuff you got to check out his stuff I had never I'd never watched a minute of him and I and I and I watched that clip and I was like I literally said that in a video just 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 the cancel culture video go watch it I say the same thing I was like I think a lot of people are using this as transference, like their own frustrations and their own personal issues, and they pour it out on public issues because they make them feel good. He has some years on you. You still got time. Yeah, I've had people recommend Maps of Meaning. I've had people say that they really, really like him. And um, I'm, I, 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 he's, he sparked something in me. There's some, there's some conversations and content that I want to have that I want to have on uh, SNTR presents and I was just like this what where did this guy come from he had a really good I've been listening to it because this this sort of stuff just interests me very in, in an incredible way he had a four person podcast he was one of the four and it was called the four horsemen of meaning and I'm telling you it was so good <laughs> I could not, I couldn't believe how good it was. I was like, this is phenomenal. Like, so the discussion was so charitable and so warm and they're all, you know, very different perspectives and very different backgrounds. I was like, this is great. (laughs) This is so good. This is so good. And it's right in the lane of so many of the things that I've like wanted to talk about. Like, these there there is a there's a crisis right now like people don't know that he says there's a meaning crisis i think it's a step further i think there's a meaning and an identity crisis i think they're the same in in in, in certain respects like i don't think they're necessarily there's there's not a dichotomy between them i believe they're connected that the meaning the meaning crisis is very much so also another way of labeling it would be an identity crisis people don't know like they're trying to attach and this is man this gets good this has nothing to do with halo frick see this is why we just need to start doing this instead this fuels the polarization because what's happening is in in the vacancy of meaning and identity people are latching on to 
political ideals or social ideals, and that's where they're getting their identity. And this is why we're so polarized, because if I don't agree with your political view, it's an attack on you. Why? Because you've attached it to your identity and yourself. Your view of self is now attached to to to, to the political sphere, which is terrible. That's not life-giving. It's not going to help you flourish as a human being because it's 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 mechanical. It's 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 it, 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 there's nothing about it that is warm and this has led to the polarization now they don't touch on this in his video he may touch on this in other videos so i'm not i'm not borrowing capital here i'm springboarding off of their discussion and saying i think that the identity crisis the meaning crisis which is in and of itself i believe an identity crisis has led to People wanting to latch on to anything for their identity. And this is why disagreement leads to dissension and division. I'm going to block you. Why? Because you don't think the way that I think. Why? Well, that's an attack on me. It's an, it's, it's, it's an aggressive or, or it's an aggression against me that you don't agree with me. It's, it's like, wh- what? What is that? Huh? It doesn't make any sense to me. Well, it makes sense. It makes sense if you have no identity apart from that. Peterson blew up because people tried to cancel him. Yeah, I saw a really good interview, him and Bill Maher. And Bill Maher was like, I don't understand why people don't like you. He's like, most of what you say just sounds like common sense to me. And yet, you're making common sense is an affront to a radical position if that makes sense like just sort of a calm more more facts based approach to things and he's an affront to a radical view because they're like they, they, he gets labeled all sorts of things and I was just like why is he be- I don't understand where, where, why is he being labeled this like where 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 are the statements where are the clips like what is what has the man said that has warranted such vitriol like where is it John Cleese has a good video where he talks about people being vile and disgusting to others and not feeling bad about it because they've convinced themselves that they're defending something. There's a good video on cancel culture and this psychology behind it. This guy breaks it down. He says, when people feel they have the moral high ground, well, now they can do no wrong. You can trace a straight line from this to like the... um, the crusades right you go back to a medieval context and because they felt they were doing something holy and righteous they can do no wrong you can draw a straight line from there to really any dictator mao paul pot you know the really famous german guy we try not to say his name well they thought that what they were doing was the moral high ground so there's nothing wrong in their actions then that is terrifying that's what cancel culture runs on it runs on the engine of of like a a faux morality a fake morality it's like this well we're of a higher mind or we're of a higher position and therefore we can do no wrong it's like you there is nothing 
that is then sacred. There's no, there's no, uh, there's no human, uh, what's the word? Um, it's not integrity. It's the other one. Um, oh, inherent human value. The, oh my gosh, the, how do you establish human, the words leaving, it left my freaking brain. Um, a lot of reason people want to cancel him is because of the debate he had with the trans community in Toronto and his views on the law passed in Canada regarding pronouns and it being against the law here. Oh, 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 yeah, right, yeah, right. It was the free speech stuff that got him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what is the, what is the word? It's, it, it, it's, it's not, I can't think of it. It's not, it's human it's 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 how you establish human value the that's going to drive me freaking crazy it's not worth it's i swear it's an i word that, that is irritating that is so irritating um and in any case the the cancel culture engine the social movement right now to to squash what 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 you want to see done is that you don't see a, a, a human as having inherent value. You don't see a human as, as as being human. You see them as just being an obstacle for what is, in your mind, progress. Right? It's not integrity, decency. No, it's not intrinsic. I can't think of the freaking word. It's a philosophical term. It's not intrinsic value. It's Oh, this is it's going to drive me freaking crazy. Um establishing human value. It's it's now it's not ideology. Oh golly, it's going to make my it's going to drive me in absolutely insane. It's usually used when discussing a human life. Um whether it's someone on life support or like an infant. It's not inherent. Oh, it's going to drive me crazy. It might not be an I word. It's a word that's commonly used. It, it, it's used in debates about um, about torture or uh, life support. It's used in debates about, you know, uh, it's not mortality. Dad, gum it. It's, my brain got stuck on it and I can't get past it. Ice cream, that's not it. Ugh. It's a way to say that you... Basically, if you were to argue that you shouldn't torture a human being, there's a word that humans have... I, I, I can't think of it. I can't think of the word. Um, is it dignity? Is it human dignity? Is that what I'm thinking of? I can't... It's driving me crazy now. I, I, I can't think of it. it. I don't know if it's dignity. Establishing human worth, establishing human—it might be dignity. Um, it might, I, I, I don't think it's an I word. I don't. It's not Master Chief. Human dignity is the recognition that human beings possess a special value intrinsic to their humanity. That's it. Dignity. Okay. Sorry. It's not an I word. It's just it has a lot of eyes in it. I got so froze on that. I wanted to say. I wanted to say integrity, and I was like, I know that's not right. It's dignity. Right. Okay. <laughs> Best stream in gaming. Yeah. Lono brain freeze on the word dignity. Okay. So, 
the point that I was making is the, the the cancel culture engine, the cancel culture mind frame, it doesn't have room for human dignity. It's no different than people being like, well, we can torture them because they are terrorists, right? So you justify the mistreatment of a human being with with this 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 self-appointed hierarchy of well we have determined that this person we have the moral high ground and therefore that allows us to remove human dignity from a person they have no human dignity they have there's nothing about them worthy of respect honor care concern empathy compassion none of that is granted to the person because they're just there to be destroyed they're taking they're they're taking enjoyment from the destruction and it's like it's a denial of human dignity it's a denial of base level thought about human human beings step one of being the baddies dehumanize right sorry a lot of you guys were putting really good stuff in chat and then i got stuck on human dignity i just i froze right up if you recognize dignity, you can't help but be empathetic. No dignity equals no empathy. That's exactly right. Like the minute you remove dignity from the scenario, it's okay to torture, to maim, to kill, to whatever, because the destruction of the person is not offensive to you because they're not a person. Do you see? Once you do that, once you remove the dignity and the humanity of the person, their destruction, their pain, it's not an offense to you it it isn't like it's sort of like if you watch videos you know you see the videos of like the graphic sort of horrible ways that some people die and it's offensive to you it hurts it makes you nauseous it's disturbing and you don't like it there's something there there is something inherently like wrong right I love you guys, but it's Monday. Uh, but it's Monday and it's early. <laughs> yeah, this is heavy sledding. This is heavy sledding for Monday morning with your coffee. Um, I think Reckless and Christina are onto something. No dignity, no doubt. Yeah, no dignity. <laughs> if they have no no dignity, no doubt. If there's no dignity, then they have no doubt that they're right. They're like, well, we're perfectly fine and well to publicly dismember this person because they've been dehuma- dehumanized. The person is othered, and it's okay to destroy, harm, or ruin. Being othered is the biggest issue we have with social media. That's another great way of putting it. We're coming in hot this week. I told you, like, I told Creature last night, I said, I'm feeling a certain kind of way. I don't know what it is. I was like, I watched some of this guy's stuff, and I'm like, we we, got to completely go this route with the content on Presents, right? We've got to. I, like, there's something here. I, I, I want to talk about it. I think that, that I think people are looking for it. I think people are are hungry for for meaningful conversations about these sorts of things because nobody nobody is solving it, right? Nobody is currently solving any of these issues with the polarized approach. It doesn't work. You're trench digging. You're not bridge building. There will be no progress. If there isn't, man, that clip of Matthew McConaughey basically being like, you can't have unity without conflict. 
just so insightful. I've talked about that. Like, people, one of my videos this week, I recorded it before watching that clip. I talk about how to have a disagreement. It's it's not today. Today is why I think debates are pointless. Um, there's a video coming this week on Presents about how to have a disagreement. And essentially... I take issue with people that are like, oh, me and my wife, girlfriend, whatever, we never have arguments. Then the depth of your relationship is as, is as, is as deep as a thimble. Like, there is no depth to your relationship if you're never having a disagreement or an argument. You, you don't know the person that you live with. They're a, they're, a, they're a roommate that you sleep with. They're an acquaintance that you sleep with. You have no depth to your relationship if there are no disagreements or arguments. And when, when McConaughey said what he said, it's so on the nose. It's like, how can you have unity as a culture if there's no conflict, if there's no like clashing of opinions and discussions, if all we're doing is block, 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 trench dig, trench dig, trench dig. You're digging a trench straight to hell is what you're doing. There's no culture there. The further down you go, the less humanity you see on the other side. And then there will be no progress or unity. Both sides just dehumanizing the other. Right? Creature was all in for presents. He left out the part where we were going to do it on gaming. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to. I'm sorry. It's just in here. It's like I watch stuff like that and it gets inside and I'm like, well, I gotta I gotta talk about it. It's gotta come out. Yo, what's good, Sven? Thank you. <clears throat> That'll put you on going toe-to-toe with big tech and virtually every big platform. They make too much money off of controversy. You aren't kidding. However, they like money. And if the culture, okay, listen to this think about this if the culture starts to demand conversation let's recapture discourse and discussion and have the death of debate right like I I understand debates have their value but hear me when I say this like have the death of the debate and have the rebirth of discourse if people start to demand that and pine after it Whatever's in demand will make them money. So they're totally, they're not necessarily, like, there's not like a philosophy at YouTube or Twitter where they're like, we really want to see controversy and fighting and polarization. No. Why? That's a snake eating its tail. The more insulated people become, the more bubbled they become, the more they block and trench dig, the lower that, like, hot engagement happens. It'll start to happen less frequently. Five years from now, you're going to have a block list a mile long and you're not going to interact with anybody. And that's when you'll see a downward trajectory of interaction with the platform, of interaction between the users, and that's bad for your platform. So I believe, I truly believe this, Matt Johnston with a brand new membership, thank you. I believe we are on the cusp of the rebirth of discourse because I think people are getting tired of where we are right now and they're going to pine for something different. It's the decline in in old school cable is just the beginning. Like the decline of western news media, it's coming. 
they're doing everything they can to hold on to it your title scared me a bit because I thought no debate may have meant no discussions but you're talking about the way we have conversations it's a bit clickbaity brutal I want people to watch the video I don't argue for 12 minutes in the video why we shouldn't debate anymore I've been enjoying Jordan's conversations with Rob Henderson. I've, I've only been able to consume a little bit of his stuff. Listen, I'm not, I'm not going to become like a disciple of Jordan Peterson, but if the man can spark conversations that are meaningful, that's all I've ever wanted to have. Like, when I started talking about having a personal channel where that was the type of content I, I was going to create, I literally envisioned what some of these men are doing. It's about a conversation. It's not about like trying to convert someone to your camp, right? So like, I I think uh, I, I think Russell Brand has some good content, but I, I don't agree with a lot of the stuff he says, right? I don't. So I have just scratched the surface of some of Peterson's conversations and most of what I like is when he talks to just other people. So you get like all these different viewpoints and vantage points on a certain subject because I think that's incredibly valuable. It's not about becoming like a disciple of a certain person or a follower of this guy. It's about no, 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 no. This is the archetype that we need to we need to strive after, which is can we just have a a, a sensible conversation instead of a, a polarized debate where you come with your rehearsed talking points and I come with my rehearsed talking points and we just wham 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 and then both of our camps just dig deeper into their trenches and say we're right we're right we're right we're right we're, 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 we're. the other side's bad the other side's bad the other side's bad I just started that one closed guard his psychological significance yeah 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 I just started that one it seemed interesting to me a good friend of mine once said chew the fat and spit out the bones when you're listening to someone take the parts you agree with discard the ones you don't I I take it another way this is how I like to approach this kind of a thing I like to say I want to understand a person's position to the point that I could defend it if necessary because that is charitable, but it's also incredibly effective. It's incredibly effective. Are people ordering coffee? Because if they are, I'm not getting emails. Has anybody ordered coffee this morning? Because I'm not getting emails. Creature, you said people are ordering. I've not gotten a single email this morning. Um... I can log into stamps and see. Uh, <clears throat> understanding other perspectives is extremely beneficial. That's all I want to do. I want to understand a person's position to the point that I could defend it if need be. Number one, it's charitable and it, it helps you avoid the fallacy of straw man. Number two, if I want to dismantle their position, that's the most effective way to do it. That's the most effective way to do it. You should be getting the stripe noties. There's nothing at stamps.com. If anybody has ordered Creature, I've got nothing at Stamps.com, so that's a little worrying. Uh, That's a little worrying. 
nothing has hit stamps.com so if you're getting orders creature something is not uh something is not correct i'll refresh stamps.com nothing i have nothing so something isn't correct something's not right uh something is not synced properly if that's the case i need a i need a concrete answer have we received orders this morning if that answer is yes then we have a problem that needs to be rectified I think the proper response is that no but I'm afraid he might exist very interesting quote for sure (laughs) I like yeah I found he had a great quote this morning about we need a map I thought it was very we've had four orders something's wrong then something's wrong stamps.com is getting nothing um so something is not properly synced um so I don't know if that means we need to halt orders. I'm not getting emails and I'm not getting anything on stamps.com. So we we have we have something that we we would want to uh, address. Not getting the emails is unhelpful because Stripe notifications never worked well anyways. I need those emails to 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 call out the names. <clears throat> As an analyst in the government, it's a required skill to understand other perspectives, to forecast some potential future policy decisions, and to understand people or groups. Um, You'll get emails now? Okay, well, it not talking to stamps.com is a little bit more important than the emails, because I can't print labels. Uh, Stamps.com thing is strange, but not an issue. How is it not an issue? How do I print labels? We cannot print labels on the network. We've been through this before. It is simply impossible. I need to be able to go to stamps.com to print labels. All I can print on the back end of the dashboard were were um, unofficial. It would like put a thing in front of it. It was not an official label. I could only print official labels from stamps.com. We've 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 kind of gone through this rodeo before. Uh, it'd be amazing if I could use the network. I can't unless you've updated something in the past. I'd go to the network. I'd click print label. Um, okay, that's not a showstopper. All right, well we'll figure out how to sync it. We might have to just manually create some labels. That's fine because we can copy pasta from uh, from the dashboard. Matt, go ahead and try and do an order, and we'll see if I get the email. Go ahead and try and do an order because um, creature says I should be getting the emails now. Sorry, a, a bit of a, a bit of a uh, uh, an off off route training that was in response to asking if he believed in god or calling himself a christian sure 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 he's he's exploring right now right uh he's exploring right now um that's lawyering if you don't understand the opposing argument you can't poke holes in it correct well it's not just lawyering i believe it was it might have been a puritan that said it that the best way to dismantle a bad argument is to try to defend it like come up with the best argument you can to defend it and then you can dismantle it more efficiently it was basically a guy talking about how to dismantle heresy so i don't know if that was a you know does that predate law lawyering or whatever it's sensible it really is do you like halo i do listen if you're just tuning in this show has taken a sharp turn halo infinite hacks ruining crossplay it's certainly something that we want to talk about. I, I spent time away this last week and consumed content and heard things that is 
really reignited the fire for what I want to do with my other channel. And we've touched on it. The other channels touched on it. We've touched on cancel culture. And even this week, it's going to get videos about how to have a disagreement and why I think debates are pointless. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm leaning in that direction. And then, boy, oh, boy, I, I saw some just good talks and interviews. And I was like, my gosh. Um that it this is this is something i would love to uh to dive deeper in dive deeper into with 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 content on the topic of halo cross-platform did you see the graphic going around twitter comparing the accuracy percent of the top 150th percentile of keyboard mouse and controller i did not what does it indicate harry if you can give me the cliff's notes um uh i have a book recommendation for you about discourse well, lay it on me. I am, um, I'm in a ravenous, I'm in a, I'm in a ravenous lane. I'm in a ravenous lane. Like I want to consume as much as I can on these subjects. And then I want to do like a series. Uh, you can DM the graphic on Twitter. Okay. It indicates that Halo's a controller game. I, th- that doesn't surprise me. Doesn't surprise me if that's what it indicates. Peak player count CSGO, 915,000 players, Dota, 677, PUBG, 344, Halo Infinite Manager, respectable, 146. Well, and that's with it, and, and that's with the beta, but you also have to consider uh, CSGO, Dota, and PUBG don't really have a foothold on console. So, you know, the majority, the majority should be, should, should be playing on console, given the, given the game's history. Okay. We got an order from Insomniac Black. He went for the Traffic Light Special, a green, a red, and a yellow. He went for all flavors. Thank you so much, Insomniac Black. And then I got one from Mazer Rage. Thank you, Mazer Rage. Same order. Same order. One of each. A green, a red, and a yellow. Thank you for that coffee order. Um... Cliff's notes, mouse and keyboard's getting waxed. Bottom controller accuracy is 60%. Top keyboard and mouse is 45 to 55. Cliff notes, 50 percentile with aim assist has almost the same accuracy as the top 100 keyboard mouse players. I mean, none of this should be surprising to anybody. Uh, It's a hip strafe, long TTK, non-precision damage game. Controller gonna slap. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it, that doesn't, and more people are probably playing on console that are just good players from from Halo's aged past, you know, ages past. Like that is uh, none of this is surprising to me. Uh, we also got an order from Joshua Horn. Uh, I'm sorry, no Vid Monkey. We got an order from Vid Monkey, uh, one of each: a, a, a Frickmas, a Dark Roast, and a Light Roast. And then a dark roast to Zachary. Thank you, Zachary, for your order. Um, people screaming about free speech on Facebook and Twitter, but sleeping on Snowden and Assange is truly tragic. See comment above for the name of the book. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. It's called I'm Right and You're an Idiot, The Toxic State of Public Discourse and How to Clean It Up. Okay, that sounds... Hang on. Accuracy is nothing in Halo. If you can, uh, if you're in a ship or a car, you have unlimited ammo. Why, w- why would you reserve your ammo? Well, more than likely, this is not about that. Um, I'm right, and you're an idiot. Um, if, if you guys haven't been watching the Wheel of Time, boy, oh boy, am I happy 
and encouraged. That show's got legs. That show's got legs. Get past the pilot. The pilot was was okay. It gets better with every episode. That show's got freaking legs. I'm very, very happy. Extremely happy with the quality of that show. I was very worried. <laughs> but it's good. It's very, very good. Um, <clears throat> do we have another order? I added your email back to the order notey. I had the display name set to optional so people could use Apple Pay, but it's not required. Uh, okay, if they don't fill it in. Okay, okay, that's fine. That's fine. I can just use their email. Um, what did you, By the way, Christina, what do you think you called? Can you DM me? What do you think you called? Because... If, if you haven't read the books, you don't know what I know. So you may think you called something that you didn't call. I'm interested to know what you think you called. I'm curious. D- DM me. I don't want it in chat or Discord. I don't want people to see spoilers. I want to know what you think you called. I'm very interested. I'm all caught up, but I've also read the books. Well, I stalled out in book 11. I've got time to, to finish. On the topic of coffee, as a non-habitual coffee drinker, I've had any and other coffee brands ruined for me because of the Frickmas brand. The Frickmas blend, literally the best coffee there is. Well, thank you. It doesn't surprise you that the average console player can compete with the best keyboard mouse players in the world. Accuracy doesn't matter in Halo. It's supposedly a competitive FPS game. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing, Harry. It doesn't surprise me that a game built for controller that will undoubtedly lean on lean on aim assist is is netting results that I think are pretty predictable. That's like predicting sunshine in San Diego. Like, well, yeah, you're in San Diego. Yeah, it's it's a it's a, it's a it's a it's a controller game. Like, what what is the what? Huh? It's built from the ground up for controller, and you're not rewarded for headshots when their shield is up. So there's. There, it's it's laden it's laden with controller appeasement I'll call it controller appeasement Merry Frickmas to all and to all a dope night I like that PC's getting to come to the console party but it's a console party that's what I'm saying like I'm not saying aim doesn't matter I would say it this way precision in Halo is not as important as it is in something like Valorant you live and die on precision and Valorant. Counter strafing, headshot only, no ADS, like you 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 live and die on the battlefield of precision in Valorant. It's not the same in Halo. Halo's more about shots on body. It's it's more about I I don't I don't know. I, I it's more about how tuned it is for controller movement and 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 target acquisition, you know what I mean? Do you like the weekly release per episode? Yes. Yes. I think, and I think this is very important for a show like Wheel of Time, I think it's important to do weekly episodes. Because if you binge, you're going to miss the... There's something mystical about a show like Wheel of Time, and it needs to sit on you for a week. It needs to sit on you for a week. You need to theorize. You need to question. You need to you need to think through what's happening. You need to come up with ideas about where you think arcs will go. If you just you just choke it down, you just wolf the wolf the show down. 
you're gonna miss out on that I wonder what's going to happen this week you you don't get that if you just binge you gotta get back we need to recapture the mystery and the patience that so many of us had to have with some of the best TV shows in existence Breaking Bad Lost um uh, what's the gangster one? You know, these are shows that you had to wait and it created an intrigue and a mystery and like theories and predictions and, and curiosity. It, 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 enact, it, it interacted with more parts of your brain than just consumption, right? That you, you will, I, I firmly believe this, you will enjoy a show more if if you if you engage with it in that way yeah sopranos game of thrones i think i think it, you're you're interacting it's it's getting to interact with more parts of your brain than just consumption it's more memorable that's why people remember shows like boardwalk empire sopranos breaking bad lost game of thrones you they're more emblazoned and 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 imprinted on your memory because you you interact with it in a way that is far more important than just pure consumption, right? That's why I think it's okay to do the weekly releases. I love that with Mando. I loved it. I was like, this is getting back to the roots of what makes television good. You must wait. I do that with my children. We'll be reading a Redwall chapter, or when we were reading through, it really was hard for them and me when we were reading through Wingfeather Saga. It was like, just please go to the next chapter. Nope. You gotta wait. You gotta think. You gotta have that, ooh, what's gonna happen next? And the door goes shut. You don't know for a while. It feels like an event every week. Yes, it's more celebratory. It's more participatory. You can interact with other people about it. If you binge a show, how do you discuss that with your friends? Oh, dude, episode seven, do you remember? No, I don't remember that. Oh, dude, it was so subtle and so good. Yeah, I, I watched it all on a weekend. It's it's hard to remember episode seven. But if you only watch episode seven, then you can talk about episode seven with your friends. It brings back a more a more communal, participatory, celebratory element to consuming a show as opposed to just absolutely just you inhale it like it's like like when you're trying to eat too fast two months from cheesy donut missed you last week brother hope you had a nice break thank you shows that are weekly typically require more active viewing than half paying attention while binging that's exactly right I lost my best friend over ruining a series been lost ever since tbh oh no bosch is a prime bosch on prime was amazing as well i did binge each season though with only six to eight episodes that made it easier to digest eugene says harry would you be complaining if this was a valorant chart and the stats were switched i think that's an excellent question Valorant isn't made for controller, and so obviously, if Valorant suddenly came to console, you would. You would see the inverse being true about accuracy, and it would be explained by the foundation and the architecture of the game. So it's unsurprising that Halo Infinite gameplay 
is breaking down in a way that controllers are excel are, are, are doing well and excelling while others are not like my mouse and keyboard is not um, we probably did not do ourselves any favors this morning I, I feel like we probably had a... Did we have a steady stream of new folks this morning and we were not talking about the subject? I, I, we, we need an outlet. <laughs> I need an outlet for those kind of discussions because it hijacks the show and then new people come in there like, what the frick? <laughs> what is this guy talking about? We're an hour and 15 in and... No, okay. It's weird to celebrate. It's weird to celebrate that, but... Um, uh, <laughs> it's weird to celebrate that we're we're not getting uh, a, a ton. Yeah, we're getting a trickle of Halo people. That's good. That's good. Most of you are coming here for me, which I I think is a good thing. Then you're not like, what in the heck's going on? Um, oh oh oh. Okay okay, Christina, I got your DM. You knew that you knew that a certain character. Okay, got it, got it, got it. Um, okay. Okay, no, you good, good, not a bad prediction, not a bad prediction. Um, I got her D. I got your DM on Twitter, uh, Christina. I love reading to my kids too. Uh, Pitch me Wing Feather Saga. Why is it good and appropriate for kids? Uh, it's appropriately uh, tense and scary and meaningful. Um, I will tell you this. The first book, you got to get about halfway through. It starts out a little slow, a little rocky. Commonly, people don't like Wingfeather because they can't get past the first book. It doesn't start out that great. It's almost like Clay. I feel like the author got better at shaping the character and the narrative as he went. It's a little... It's a little... Uh, it just isn't so... It's not as refined in its early, but it gets so good as you go so significantly better it's kind of like the early seasons of a show right like you watch the early seasons of a show and then as you go it gets better and better and better and better like you know Seinfeld would be a good example of this you know the first season's a little eh, it's a little rough next season better 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 so Wingfeather is phenomenal if your children like Green Ember Redwall Narnia if they like Harry Potter like it's in that vein appropriately scary not overtly violent or gross you know, because there's fighting and stuff. Um, it's great. My children loved it. They continue to go back and listen to it. They're they're six and eight. They were they were hearing it when they were five and seven, uh, but they're six and eight now, and they go back and continually listen to the audiobooks. So, Wingfeather Saga is is masterfully written. Again, you got to get past the front half of book one. It wouldn't even surprise me if the author wishes he could kind of go back and rewrite the opening of book one because it's just kind of rocky it's not as I don't know it just isn't as good uh, as the rest of the books but it's well worth the payoff I think um I stopped playing Halo Infinite multiplayer because it felt like uh, I would spend a whole barrel on an enemy and not kill him and then he kills me in two shots the skill must not be very good if they can't hit half their shots Harry says, the issue with Halo stats is that a computer software is beating practice and skill. Okay. I'm thinking through I'm thinking through your premise and how I want to frame this. So the um, the principle that you're outlining would be that 
if there is skill involved with movement and aim on mouse and keyboard that takes that takes practice okay and you, you that's not wrong okay it's also not wrong to say that there is uh there is software by the way if any more coffee orders came through i did not get any emails creature so i don't know if we've gotten any more um it's also not wrong to say that there is software assisting the aim of the player so halo infinite gameplay on console is being assisted by software so neither of these principles are false the question would be does one supersede the other in priority so if you're going to create a hierarchy of priority and say this is the utmost of importance here that skill expression should be respected honored and 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 evidenced in the results if that's your priority hierarchy then you would say aim assist cannot upset upset that uh, hierarchy and it currently feels like it is I don't even know if you could say it feels like it is you could argue it is upsetting that hierarchy now somebody might respond and say uh, no new ones okay let's can somebody test it somebody order some coffee <laughs> I think the pushback at least for me Harry would be Halo's hierarchy isn't identical to a game like Valorant. I think your premise and your hierarchy make sense in a game like Valorant. I do not think it makes sense in a game like Halo, and I'm going to explain why. I think when you have a game rooted in console and controller, and that's its history, I believe that starts to shift and, and take lead in the hierarchy. Why? Because it's a business and that's their audience. It's This is not a matter of right and wrong. There's no way to determine which hierarchy is right or wrong. The determining factor is which hierarchy is best for the target audience because that's best for the bottom line. Like, Valorant wouldn't have gotten off the ground if it was controller-based, aim assist-laden, combat. Why? Because they were attempting to appeal to the CSGO Overwatch crowd, and they would have rejected that hierarchy. Okay? Halo's hierarchy would be rejected if the game was built for the mouse and keyboard guys. It would be like, would know that this is, oh, this is our stomping ground. This is our game. Do you see? So, you're not incorrect, Harry, but at the same time, you are incorrect because you're trying to apply a hierarchy of importance to a game that doesn't hold your view. Have I made sense of it? Yo, yo, what's good, B-Nipple? Good to see you. I think I recognize your avatar. You're wanting the game to be something it's never been. It's cone of accuracy, hip fire, strafe, non-ADS, body shot game with very movement skill gap, and you're applying mouse and keyboard precision to it, and it doesn't fit. That's another way of phrasing the hierarchy that I just broke down. Amosis adjusts for controller's lack of movement and maneuverability, which is why you don't need it on mouse and keyboard, and why it still exists in every competitive game to this day. I get more kills with a pistol versus the battle rifle when headshot hunting. It's stupid. Yeah. Oh, it's you as a kid? Okay. B-Nipple, I think you used the, the, the username B-Nipple on this platform, and that's why I recognize, that's why I recognize your avatar. 
What about the increasing popularity of PC gaming? That's not that's not something to ignore chess pain, but it might be for Halo. Do you understand? Like, I don't know if you can bridge the gap between the Halo the how do I want to phrase this? The Halo history and the Halo user base, I don't think you can bridge the gap between them and a PC version, a mouse and keyboard PC version of Halo. I don't think that I don't think they connect. I don't. I think they've made the 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 appropriate choice. I think they have made the appropriate choice. Because if if uh if they would have attempted to bridge that gap, it's based on the presumption that Halo Infinite will flourish in the PC environment. And I don't think that it will. I don't think that it will. Any market research they did, I, I, I'm going to predict and presume that it would have very strongly predicted the game having its roots, future, and trajectory of growth on console. Or controller. So you may want to play on PC because it looks prettier, but you're still going to play with a controller because it's Halo. Do you understand the point that I'm making? Like, Halo's not the game to convert console players to PC. That's right. Like, I don't think what Chess Pain is saying is wrong. Like, you don't want to ignore the monsoon of growth and projected growth for PC gaming. You don't want to ignore that. But you also don't want to target it to your folly. If you target the PC audience with Halo, it would have been it would have been like trying to target the console audience with Valorant. It just wouldn't work, I don't think. You remember B Nibble from Purple Chat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They stuck with what made them popular and was inherent in their foundation. I get and understand it. Right, right, right. Because I don't think you're wrong. I, I do think this is going to be the dilemma for any modern shooter in, in, our, in our context is if they want to have a flourishing uh, community they cannot ignore console and they cannot ignore PC the question would be I honestly think Valorant and Halo are best examples it really comes down to what's your goal what's your target audience what's the inherent What's the trajectory? Like, what do you want this game to be in five years? Harry says, My initial argument was about cross-play. I think it's hard to argue that a system that allows the average controller player to beat top 100 keyboard mouse players who are likely ex-Halo pros who switched input. Okay, so you think that... Okay, hang on, hang on. I want to grapple with your argument here. You think a system that allows this is a bad system. I'm not putting words in your mouth. I'm I'm assuming you're, you're, you're espousing this as a negative. Okay. So, again, again, I think it comes back to my initial breakdown of the hierarchy. Somebody, um, I've been watching the Say No to Rage story. I was an avid watcher through all of that. I didn't know all the details. That crap is messed up. I, I would hope more people would watch it and listen. I have to move on from it. I can't, I can't, I can't sit in, I can't sit and steep in it anymore. I need the story to be told and move on, but 
Yeah, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate how little people care about the truth and how little people care about the the, the true villains in the story. It's uh, it's alarming and dis- it's disheartening and disappointing. It truly is. But in five years, I don't think I, I don't think they'll be anywhere. I think most people are seeing that you can't cancel your way to the top. You need talent and drive, which most of them don't have. So. I agree with Eugene. Halo vets will likely be rocking controller. I agree with that as well. 20-year-old ex-Halo pro switched inputs. I don't think it's a large enough crowd. Do you see, Harry? Like, I'm going to go back to my hierarchy. My, my, my hierarchy is going to dictate that the, 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 the audience that they're going after is in a greater quantity than those that are trying to switch inputs. Ninja, instant example, Halo has been a dead game forever. Of course, competitive FPS players come back and have switched to mouse and keyboard, not all of them. I find the Big Mac to be one of the worst chicken sandwiches I've ever had. Doesn't even taste like chicken. <laughs> that's good, that's good. That's very good, Zubair. That's a Zubair version of the debate. I like that. You submitted an order? We got your order, Insomniac. I've not gotten any emails, though. We've got four orders. I shouted them out. You were one of them. I'm waiting to see if new orders hit my email. So as I like to shout out the orders, I don't think we've gotten any since the four that I shouted out though. Yo, what's good, Jaritol? How are you? Um, uh, most pro players have controllers on their PCs anyway. Yo, uh, what's good, Mythrax? Yeah, I, I, here, that's the thing, Harry. I, again, I don't think that you're wrong. I do think that there are people who have switched inputs. However, when you think about this from a business perspective, I don't think they're a quantifiable group. I don't think they're big enough to matter. That, I'm not. I'm not saying that in in like a crass way. Like, imagine people trying to play Valorant with a controller, and they're using some sort of a mod or something. Let's just say Valorant had controller support. Okay. Would you care if controller players were griping and complaining about how hard it is to play Valorant on controller? No, you would say you're not a quantifiable group. This game wasn't made for you, and even though you're playing on controller, it doesn't mean that that's the the the, the foundational architecture that you should be leaning into. To say that because people played controller for 20 years ago, they still play controller today is a wild assumption, taking the giant landscape change in gaming culture. Again, you're not wrong. I don't think you're wrong, Harry. But are there enough of them? Look at the player base numbers. I wish we could see how many people are playing Halo Infinite on the Xbox versus Steam. I wish we could see how many people are playing controller. Don't show me the accuracy, Harry. Can you find this for me? Has anybody looked at this? What's the ratio of controller to mouse and keyboard? Don't show me the gaps in accuracy. I want quantity. That's what I want. Is it 80-20? Is it 70-30? 50-50? 60-40? What is it? I'd hazard a guess it's 80-20. 80% of the people playing Halo are probably rocking a controller. I think streamers are low-key upset that Halo... Uh, has been dominating. I watched Dr. Disrespect smash his controller. Why are st- streamers upset? <clears throat> One of the best Halo pros of all time, Snipedown, is still playing controller. 
most people who play controllers still play controllers. Well, I mean, Harry's point, let's not misrepresent the difference of opinion here. Harry's point is that there has been a shift in the in the landscape. A lot of people have gone mouse and keyboard because of games like I would say you're going to think this is crazy, but I think I think Fortnite was was the catalyst, right? Um, I've added an animated game box. My camera below. Download a wallpaper new. Oh 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 oh. Is that you can resize your preference? Oh, I'll take a look at that later, Hilly. Gaming in general is better when there's a good Halo. Yeah, no one's upset about Halo doing well. If the ratio is weighted heavily in one direction, wouldn't that skew the other statistics? Well, yes and no. Even the be- the, the argument is this, Nexuish. That's actually a good question, and that's actually a good observation that could be affecting the results. However, however, the issue that people are having is even the best mouse and keyboard players they're not keeping up with the accuracy of controller. So, does that make sense? So, you are correct. The statistical, you know, I guess you'd call it a bell curve, may be affected by the fact that, like, very few people are playing mouse and keyboard in comparison. I'm not saying very few. I'm saying in comparison to controller players, the ratio may be very skewed, which would, in fact, then change the results. However some of the best mouse and keyboard players are not able to get the accuracy numbers of a controller player. And that's the issue that Harry and others, he's not alone, by the way. He's not alone. He's in good company. There's a lot of people that think this. It would skew, because if the best in the game are on controller, then the best mouse players aren't the best players in general. That is another aspect that could be at play here. Like, you're really, really good players may be just sticking to controller. Halo was the original, but since the game died out, CSGO, PUBG, Siege, uh, Fortnite, Overwatch, Valorant, competitive FPSs have been dominated by PC for a decade since Halo. I'm here to tell you something, Harry. The game doesn't have a commercial... It doesn't have a snowball chance in hell to go anywhere if commercially Halo tried to go the route of all the games you just listed. Do you want to know why? My nephews wouldn't touch it if that was the case, and that's what they're going for. They want pick up and play. That's what Halo has to be that shoe. You pick up and play. Just go. And if it's the, if it's a, if it's what you're outlining, and I understand why you're doing it. Again, I don't think you're incorrect. Like if it wants to be a competitive FPS, here's all the competitive FPSs. Like, what are you doing? These are competitive FPSs. They're mouse keyboard based, skill expression based games. Halo Infinite can't be competitive FPS if it's not rooted in that. I don't think you're necessarily wrong. I think you're misapplying a principle and a hierarchy to Halo. I don't think it fits. You want it to be a pair of boots, and they're like, no, we're running shoes. We're more adaptable to the day-to-day you know, activities. Like, that's the that's the issue. If you booted up Halo and it felt if Halo Infinite gameplay, okay, if Halo Infinite gameplay felt like Valorant or CSGO but on a console, it would be doing very poorly right now. There's no way my nephews would have been playing it. 
There's no way. And you need them. My nephews are the next generation, and they're enjoying Halo Infinite. That's called signs of life, I would say. <laughs> like, you threw this rocket ship out there, and are there signs of life? Yeah, there are. If the old hats are playing it, if I enjoyed it, I had fun with it. And if my nephews are playing, that's signs of life. That's got potential for growth. I don't think if you throw Halo on console and it feels like it, it feels like CSGO or Valorant, I don't think it goes anywhere. Your mouse and keyboard guys would be high fiving and celebrating on the on the ruins of a dead game, basically. Yes, yeah, it's great. We're dominating, and the game would already be rubble. It'd be like nobody's freaking playing this game. It feels terrible. <laughs> no one's playing. Wait, what do you mean? You're you're celebrating on the on the on the grave of the game. It's DOA. Take RimWorld, non-PC games. Stellaris is on console, but I would still consider that a PC game. Hard to explain, really, but massive RTS games and such. Oh, you guys are having a separate discussion about something. You have to be very good on the keyboard and mouse to compete with someone who plays on a controller with aim assist. Well, especially when the game is built from the ground up to run on that architecture and that engine, right? So much cheating on PC, hoping crossplay without PC cheaters. They haven't any skills. Well, and that's what people are asking for. They're wanting Halo Infinite crossplay to be disabled. They don't like it. You know? They don't like it. Makes sense. All those games listed have super quick TTKs where mouse acquisition is king. That's another good difference. That's actually a very... That's a good thing to observe and talk about here, too. Time to kill is a factor here. In Valorant, I gotta, like... I gotta counter-strafe, snap, like, tit-tit-tit, you're dead. Like that. That's not in Halo. Halo is like, bam, bam, bam. Bam, bam, like four or five shots. You're like, got him. Like the rhythm, the time to kill, the movement, all of it is just dramatically different than a mouse and keyboard competitive FES. I'm Diamond 5 in mouse and keyboard ranked. I've seen zero cheaters. They buff the aim assist at launch. They will probably tone it down a bit on the day one patch. You gotta be real careful with aim assist. You gotta be real careful. You tone it down too much, and you're gonna you're gonna frustrate your core audience. Time to kill is more interesting in Halo. You need to use a combo of guns to speed it up. There's a place for slow TTK competitive games. I agree. I would agree with that. I think there's a place for arena shooters to come back. Like I said, my nephew was having a ball with Splitgate and Halo Infinite. I'm telling you, and I said this before these games came out, they may, and I admitted this a couple of weeks ago, the arena shooters are not going to pull the viewership and the prestige and the narrative and the drama of a battle royale, but there's a secret sauce there, man. Arena shooters are fun. There's just something about them, and we haven't had it in a long time. People, my nephews are a good example of this. I think they're burned out on BRs. When my when my nephew was putting in a lot of time with uh, with Apex Legends, he wasn't playing the battle royale. He was playing arenas. Why? 
I think the BR has run its course. It's still here. It still dominates. It's still great. It's it's a spectacle. There's drama. There's 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 tension. It's super streamable. But I think it's run its course. Not saying it's done, dying, or out. When I say run its course, meaning like that's it. It's no there is no higher ceiling for BRs. They've 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 peaked and they'll coast and they will be a staple for the long for the long haul. The way that uh, tactical econ shooters are are here to stay. CSGO and now subsequently Valorant have ensured that th- th- that's that's going to be a staple in the PVP ecosystem. So battle royales are here to stay. They're going to be a staple and a pillar in the PVP ecosystem. But they've run their cores. I think people are hungry for something new. They always will be. It's one of the reasons why I think Fortnite was always trying to reinvent itself with all the modes and the respawning and the guns and like they were always trying to reinvent themselves because it runs its course. People get bored and and then as soon as they see that dip in engagement, they do something to bring everybody back. It's why Call of Duty Warzone has um, plunder. They <laughs> couldn't think of it. That's why it has plunder. Because they want to appeal to people that aren't necessarily looking for a 20-minute battle royale where they get killed by some guy hiding in a bush or a building, and then that's the end, and they got to go back to the lobby. So I think arenas have massive potential. And this is one of the reasons why it's very important, I think, for an arena shooter to be very playable and approachable. Why? Because it appeals to a subset of the gaming community that's not thinking the way that uh, that Harry and some of the other folks are thinking. They don't think like you. Overwatch plays way better on mouse and keyboard because of movement. The game is too fast for controller. It's not only about accuracy, it's also about turn speeds. Yeah, it, 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 it's definitely a very, very different experience and uh, ecosystem. Overwatch is, um, you know, combat environment, I guess you could call that. Its combat environment is very, very different on PC. Plays like a different game, honestly. Yo, what's good, Abe? If Halo had a hardcore mode, I would actually play it more, but with a long TTK, I want nothing to do with it. And I I would say um, somebody approaching Call of Duty with an inverse statement. I wish Call of Duty had a longer TTK and then I would play it. I, yeah, the, you're, you're asking you're asking a duck to be a goose. Like, you just can't... <laughs> It can't. It's not. It's not. It doesn't work. How we doing? Had a great break. Really good break, Abe. Really good break. Great discussion this morning. Holy moly. We weren't even talking Halo. It was a phenomenal. It was an hour long discussion. It was so good. About, about, about you know, uh, cancel culture and the need for discourse and the change in polarization. Oh my gosh. It was excellent. Uh, these style shooters are bad. Well, and then that, but again, there are people that love it. There are people that would argue against you, Sci Fireman, and they would say that no, you need to have something that's purely based on uh, reflexes and speed. There are people that would play Halo and say this is this is this is a kids game. I wouldn't say that. 
SWAT was a one uh, was one shot headshot to kill. That's true. There's no SWAT yet, though. So yeah, if you're looking, what you would do, Detroit, is you would go and play SWAT. That is that is correct. They are they are correct in saying that. But there's no SWAT right now. There's no Slayer either. So everybody's going into the objective based game modes and ignoring the OBJ because they uh, <laughs> they see no reason. Um, they, they see no reason to to go for the objective. Um, so, where are we on the count for uh, for two ninety four? Okay, okay, okay. I really like the new storefront. Uh, if anybody's ordered coffee in the last you know thirty minutes or so, let me know. We updated the storefront, and we also updated notifications. So the first four orders today, I did not get notifications for. So if you're ordering, let me know in chat, and we will double-check it on our back end. Um, The modes that you have are the modes that you're getting for a long time. I don't agree with that. I think because the seasons are so long, it would not surprise me if on the official launch date of Halo Infinite, they... They 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 revamp uh, the modes, available modes. I think every every couple of months, every month maybe they're gonna do that. That's what they're, that's that's what they're gonna do. Free to play equals free to cheat. This is why multiplayer needs to stop being free to play. If anything it needs to be free to play, is the PVE nothing more? There is so much. There's so many flaws. Oh, it's been confirmed. This is all we're getting for a really long time. This is the release for now. Where was that confirmed, Eugene? By 343? That's true. If you make the TTK too fast, people won't play the OBJ. Oh, Lono, you've missed so much. Oh, yeah, I was head down. I was, I was, I was, I was heading, not head in the sand. I was, I, I actually took a break. I usually don't when I take these trips. But I was like, no, I'm going to actually take a break. I would say about 20% of the Halo games I have played, quick play or rank, end up with a few 343 bots in them. I'm sure that when the full game of Halo launches, there will be other modes that will come like SWAT, Team Battle, ETC. I made the same prediction, Silver, Subaru. Eugene is saying it's been confirmed that these are the modes we're going to get for a while. Uh, I don't, again, I don't know where he's getting that. I'm I'm, I'm kind of waiting for his answer right now. If you guys are new this morning and you've not pressed the subscribe button, consider doing that. We do a talk show Monday through Friday covering a variety of topics. Halo, New World, uh, we covered Lost Ark, Elden Ring, From Software Games. Make sure you're here for From Fridays, working our way through Sekiro. We figured out what was going on with Sekiro and the input delay that I was experiencing. We have fixed that. Um, And uh, also... We have to, we, we do, we're doing two shows today. So when this show's over, I'm going to kick off a new world episode talking about the trade house problems that continue and why it's concerning. And, uh, that game is still fine, but it's worrisome that they're, they're, they're having to put out fires, even self-inflicted fires. Joseph Staten did an interview for IGN a few days ago, shows a very strong indication to keep, I think it shows a very strong intention to keep Halo multiplayer vibrant and fresh. Three four three has stated, "Here it is." So Eugene found a Reddit post. Uh, da 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 da. For the record, three four three has stated there won't be any new maps or modes on December the eighth. Okay, so that's December the eighth, though. So here's okay. Let me adjust my theory then, Eugene. 
they could be viewing the official launch as like, okay, this is it. And then two months in, they, they go nuts and they add a bunch of new stuff. I can't see them saying for six months, for the six months of the season, being like, yeah, this is it. There's no way. It'll get so stagnant and stale. I think a month to two months in, they, they add maps and modes. More than likely, that's why they're holding on to them. They want the initial launch to essentially land on everything they've been testing right now, and then one to two months in, they'll they'll do something. Season 2 will have new modes. I don't think that's correct. I, I cannot fathom. I, can't, I cannot fathom anybody with even a modicum of intelligence being like, oh no, a six-month season? Yeah, we don't have to do anything for the entire six months. There's no way! That's too long! The third and fourth month, people are gonna be like, you don't have anything? No new modes? No new maps? Nothing? I can't see it! That seems so dumb! Oh yeah, I couldn't fathom a lot this happened? I said this when I covered the radar change and the battle pass. Yo, David Chidwick pushing us a little bit closer to 400 members here. Thank you so much for clicking the join button. Enjoy the dope badge and emotes. You're dope and deserve dope stuff. If you guys want to consider supporting the channel directly, subscribing is free, but the join button or the join command in chat will enable you to become a paying member. I said this when I covered the radar change and I said this when I covered the battle pass. I said, it's concerning that they seem so out of touch which how things should be done and built that they're having to constantly chase their tail here and make changes and the changes they made to the battle pass progression speed weren't even that good There's, it's still slow and horrible and do you want to know why it's slow and horrible? because it's supposed to last for 6 months that's concerning you're spreading the dough way too thin Rumor I read is that SWAT will be added before the second season, but nobody knows when. I think it'll be sooner than later. It's a popular game mode. I don't know how 343 could get the battle pass and progression so wrong when they had it so right in the Master Chief Collection. An example set in Apex Legends. Here's the real problem with the Halo Infinite battle pass. Do you want to know what the real problem is? It's it's self-conflicted. They basically say, we're going to get rid of FOMO, fear of missing out. That's what FOMO is. So that if you come late to the game and you missed season one or two's battle pass, no worries. You can go back and do them. Who in their right mind is going to do that with the current progression speed of the battle pass? You're going to be like, are you kidding me? It's going to take a lifetime to do that. What are you talking about? No one's going to go back and grind an old battle pass. Your intention and your principle of no FOMO is great. And then this dog comes in the room and gobbles it up and says, yeah, but progression's going to be trash. So no one's going to want to go back and do that. The free event was the most FOMO crap I've ever seen. I don't care if events have FOMO. That's not foundational to the game. I'm okay with that. I am. I'm okay with FOMO for an event. I'm not okay with FOMO for a battle pass. And a little bit of FOMO here and there isn't bad. FOMO is like cayenne pepper. You can, you can sprinkle a little in, right? You can sprinkle a little in. You put in too much, it's going to override It's gonna override the meal. That's all you're going to taste. 
It's time-gated FOMO? Oh, no. Wait, no. Explain this to me. What the frick? So the free event... Hang on a minute. (laughs) I'm okay with FOMO being on an event, but they combined it with time-gate? How about an event that limits progression? That's what I mean. Okay, so I didn't have all the facts here. I'm okay with FOMO. I'm not okay with FOMO when you put it in the blender with time-gated. That doesn't make any sense. You can only get 7 of the 30 levels this week. It's a 5-week event. You miss 2 weeks, you can't complete. No catch-up. Time-gated like crazy. Wait, well, oh my... Okay. (laughs) Who the frick... Who the frick is in charge? Okay, so let me get this straight. Okay. <laughs> you can only get to level seven this week. So if I miss week one and I come in week two, can I get 14 levels? Or is it going to do the same thing? It's going to stop me and say, no, you got your seven levels for the week. You only get a certain number of event challenges. You can only get to level seven the first week and then you got to wait to the next time to get to the next round. But so there is literally. There is no catch-up mechanic at all. Bro. What? Don't know. But probably seven for the week. I assume they'd fix it. To be fair, we don't know if you can get 14 levels in week two. Yeah, we need an answer on that. We need an answer on that because if if you if you can't <laughs> just unbelievable if you can't actually make up the lost week or the missed week or whatever then it's a broken event everyone's going to disengage that doesn't work like weeks 2 3 4 and 5 you're just going to see this decline because everyone's going to be like I can't you've designed it to only work if I played from from the week one to now if I missed a week there's no reason to continue engaging now obviously somebody would say well there's still a reason to engage you can get some of the things instead of all of the things but that's not how the mind of a gamer works if I can't get all the things I'm going to unplug from it I'm going to disengage you're going to feel defeated and apathetic about it gameplay is so good but what's wrong with all the progression decisions I told you uh, there was a bunch of crap I couldn't fathom, and now I can fathom it. You can only unlock one piece of the shoulder armor in January. You have to wait until March to get the other shoulder. (laughs) We got a brand new line of sneakers for you. We're going to send you the left shoe in January, and uh, we're thinking that we'll send you the right one in the summertime. This is going to be a great way to really establish the value of these shoes. You're going to get more out of them because when we send you the left shoe, you're not going to wear it for about six months. So the life of the shoe has been elongated by this delivery mechanism. Shut the frick up and give me both shoes. Like, what are you doing? Majority of the past is crap and the good stuff's at 80+. plus. I'm not about grinding for one piece for one shoulder. Right, like what on earth? It's why there's so much mismatched armor running around. Then in year two, everyone's going to wish they played for the armor set from season one only unlocked. 
with ninja swords. Hiya. Right. I'm not mad at Papa Halo. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> like, all right. Let me run a theory by you. All right. Let me run a theory by you. Lono, you unlock colors per armor core, and they sell the colors per core. So you need basic blue and red on each core, and it costs money. Huh? What? Those 50 XP per match doesn't do crap for progressing. It doesn't do anything! It doesn't move! I've played 10 games and I'm not level 1! Oh, okay. <laughs> Let me theorize. I'm just gonna theorize here. Because, to me, the likelihood of them being this stupid, that's hard to believe. <laughs> I think it's easier to believe this is all by design. And what they're attempting to do, this is super sinister and very psychologically based, but what they're attempting to do is you set up pain points that you then have the community push on, and then you fix those pain points, and now the players feel as if they were the ones who tightened down the bolts of the game so loyalty and ownership is stronger because you feel that you've helped shape the game does that make sense like i there there's something here that feels very much like the advertising approach to upsetting provoking or irritating a community that then you receive feedback feedback is then implemented and then those people feel a sense of ownership and loyalty to the game that they wouldn't have felt otherwise yo it's good Craig not even a theory it's a legit tactic for these types of things it all feels too much like destiny listen if you don't think it's not just destiny if you don't think destiny and Fortnite, they have influenced the market there are developers right now and I, I honestly think 343 is is playing is taking a page out of this playbook you tick the community off to get feedback which then turns into loyalty they're making it as scummy as possible we'll roll some of it back it will still be scummy and people will be like at least it's not as bad as launch that's another angle to take that's another angle to take I'm only playing for the hour of enjoyment I get from that hour of playing. No sense of long-term investment. Fortnite did it right, though. I hate to be that guy, but back in my day, I would pay up front and unlock a color scheme. Halo came first. Destiny feels like Halo. Right, right, right. Well, I mean, I think we're looking at the the, the strategy of, you know, the stratagem of saying... We're gonna we're going to do something that is intentionally irritating. And and that and and, and that is where we're we're gonna invite basically invite the feedback that ingratiates loyalty. Staten is the king, stop mentioning destiny. He left Bungie because he was better, not the same. What Halo lacks in customization is fixable. Yeah, but Joseph Staten created a very linear, campy, cutscene heavy destiny. That like I don't know if you can say he's king. He missed the mark on the creative direction of Destiny, and when they didn't like what he did, he basically left. It was like he couldn't stay. It was like you're ha- you're, you're you're hacking up my art, 
and that's not to say that he's not a visionary and not a smart guy but he certainly didn't I, w- I don't know if you would say he did a good job he missed the creative mark did he not you know what I'm saying give me a second I'll be right back
Okay. Sorry. So much today, it's unreal. I'm sorry. I don't like taking breaks that long. Um, chair is very zen when eating, eat, when sitting, sit, when chairing, chair. That's right. No, I didn't have spinach again. We, before we came back, I the last night we were up in Ohio, I ate something that did not agree with me. And I feel fine. But you know when you're like coming off of like, it wasn't a stomach bug. It was just, it was just something bad. I don't know. I don't know what it was. Um, but I'm like still coming off of that. You know how you're like not 100% for like a couple of days? After... Discord. Okay, hang on. Uh, here it is, folks. They're selling basic blue in the store. And it only works on that armor set. Those things you can get... Okay, so bundle contents. Lucky blue. I'm not buying and neither should you. And then it only works on that armor set? Already unlocked armor coating. Level 14 battle pass armor coating, not free. I don't understand. I do, it doesn't make any sense. Like, the lights are different. Look at the next one. Yeah, I don't understand the next one. Oh, everyone have a good Thanksgiving? Yes, thank you. Um... I put one of those 10-hour streams of rain sounds every night when I go to bed. Uh, I'd be down with SNTR Presents Chair Host Late Night White Noise. (laughs) The shaders are armor-specific. I just don't don't understand. It sounds... it, It sounds slapped together. It doesn't sound like they even understand their own... It's illogical. Do you see what I'm saying? It's illogical. Um, has anybody ordered has anybody ordered coffee since the first four this morning I just want to make sure because I'm, I'm, not, I'm not getting emails and we want to make sure that that portion's working so again I'm not asking for you to just order but if you have ordered let us know um, it's so bad it's comical 343 you're ruining a good thing here no okay no orders okay <laughs> People went crazy. First four orders. Bam, bam, bam. And then we fixed the noties. Uh, When you look at everything as a whole and take a real deep dive, it's very much on purpose, says Eugene. Somebody actually turned the microtransactions to 11. The forerunners have all complained about this big time. I think the shaders drama will be fixed fast. Might not. But I think 343 fixes it fast. I'm just trying to bait us into ordering coffee. I'm not trying to bait you into ordering coffee. We did revamp the store, though. So if you haven't checked it out yet, use the coffee command. Um, if you've never ordered coffee from us before, um, hang on. I got my light roast bag is like in the wrong spot. I don't know. I don't know what's going on here. Um, here we go. Uh, a lot of people have been enjoying our holiday blend, the Frickmas blend. That's the green one in the middle, and then the light and the dark roast. I've had a lot of people say that they don't even really drink coffee, but they've enjoyed the balanced acidity. It makes it very drinkable. I've had people say they can't drink coffee, um, but they're able to drink Rageless Roast because it uh, it's so easy on their uh, on their stomach. So we've updated the the. Um, How's the Christmas blend? So the Christmas blend, people in chat can tell you it's a medium roast 
It's Mexican sourced beans. Uh, it's medium bodied, bright seasonal, crisp finish with the balanced acidity. So, yes, we ship to Canada. Yes. Um, Canada shipping and shipping to Mexico isn't terrible. Shipping across the ocean gets pretty bad. Um, so, I've officially tried all three brands, blends, and let me tell you, Dark Roast is the goat. Frickmas, uh, uh, ain't a good, good brew. Dark Roast is good with any method of brewing. Wait, Frickmas ain't a good, good brew? What do you mean by that? I've not had anybody complain about Frickmas. Everybody's saying Frickmas is like their new favorite. Eugene says they took a behavior psychologist they hired and turned the suggestions to 11. Right. <laughs> uh, it's weird as I can use the red, white, and blue on different armor, but not some. Very confused. Oh, it's a good cold brew. So Abe says the Frickmas is a good... Uh, it's not a good cold brew. It ain't a good cold brew. Dark Roast is good for every method. I would imagine that the Frickmas blend is best just hot, traditional, either French press or drip or like a, uh, you know, coffee maker drip. Um, shipping to Canada nice, let's go. Yes, yes. Uh, Christina has ordered a couple of times and she is in Canada and we haven't had any issues getting it to her. So, again, not not super cheap. If you're ordering in Canada and you like the coffee, it's probably good to snag two or three bags instead of just one. Um, my wife thinks the Frickmas is the best flavor we have. Next in line for her is the Dark Rose. The Light Roast is probably our most drinkable and most popular just because you can buy it and give it to anybody. So, Rageous Roast makes great gifts for people. You know what I'm saying? G- get the flavors you like and then snag a Light Roast and give it to a friend. Real easy for them to order. Uh, they just have to go to RageousRoast.com. RageousRoast.com is still going to the shop for me. It might be browser cache, though. Um, hang on. I was going to try on my phone. Rageless Roast. I love how if you search Rageless, Rageless Roast is like one of the suggestions. Um, even on my phone, it's saying page cannot be found. RageousRoast.com is still going to the wrong page. It, again, that could be a browser issue. Browser cache issue. Um, is anybody else able to go to uh, RageousRoast.com and get to the right the right page? Because it's still not... It's not working on my phone. Oh, no. It is a cache issue. Because my phone incognito worked. Okay. So it's just a caching issue. No worries. It is working. Light mediums have more caffeine. It gets cooked out of the darker, but the dark tastes better. Right, right, right. Yeah, no problem. Okay. Yeah, it's just a brow. It's just a browser thing. My my mobile browser and my Chrome browser were both going to the wrong page. But when I went incognito on my mobile, it worked. So that's always weird the way that caching issue works. You would think it would. I don't know. Goes the right page for me. Okay, cool, cool, cool. You still have a decent supply of Frickmas blend. I still have my bag that I ordered and it's great. Yeah, we're still in like the 200s or so. Um, I think. High 200s on the bag. I'm assuming that during the month of December, maybe the it'll we'll, we'll start to move it a little bit quicker. Like, uh, physiologists, I think he meant to put psychologists, have no place in the video game industry. They all need to be fired and replace these people. 
uh, with how to make addicting gameplay loop like in KOTOR 1 and 2 Jedi Fallen Order um I mean I, I hate to I hate to put feathers in the cap of Destiny but Destiny had a behavioral brain scientist help them create their game I believe his name was John Hobson and uh, <laughs> that game that game's longevity success uh, and and engagement I think would 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 prove that psychologists can be very beneficial to crafting and building a game now you can run into problems I know that Steve Jobs talked about this with respect to they had the sales team influencing product design and he wanted to change that and really get back to no design should be pushed by innovators and and engineers and and good thinkers and not by the sales reps and or the sales teams and similarly here you don't want a psychologist or a team of 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 psychologists basically being too influential over over a game's design uh you have to have it's typically referred to as like a limiting concepts uh, framework. Um, so you would say that uh, I'm trying to think of a good example of limiting concepts, right? Like exercise is good, but there's a limiting concept of like if you do to do it too much or too aggressively, you can hurt yourself, right? You can go to the gym and destroy your body, your joints your muscle, you go in there and you do it in, 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 in an exaggerated way or in an untrained way and you can really hurt yourself. So the limiting concepts of like what your body is capable of and the goodness of exercise sort of keep you in balance so that you don't go in and just destroy your rotator cuff or something. And similarly here in design, like you have to have limiting concepts like the psychology is important for the success of the game but you have to have a limiting concept to say listen the game's design and form and content loop has to be likable on the surface enough that you're not inadvertently stiff arming people like you're unintentionally you know kicking people out the door because they're like this is so dumb because you've overwhelmed it with the the psychological uh, framework of well we want people to, to feel the need to spend money or or, or the, 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 foam, the FOMO time gate thing with the event. People who stop playing Destiny all eventually have the light bulb moment and realize that Bungie brainwashed them, uh, for sure, myself included. Well, I, I think that's a, little, uh, that's a little hyperbolic on the rhetoric. I don't think they've brainwashed anybody. I think they've created content loops that are um, accessible, playable, and uh, addicting. I, I don't think that that falls into um a f- I don't think that falls into a category of brainwashing I don't I don't think so I know I think I know the spirit of what you're saying but I don't like taking cheap shots at that game or that company because it just it puts it puts it in the air and then people are just like you know saying things that are inaccurate I took a year break off of destiny returned and with fresh eyes saw how overly monetized it is and I haven't touched it since yeah, I don't I don't know how you would say it's over monetized. I don't I don't think I think that's a hard case to make to be quite honest. Um I I I think that's a um I think that's a hard case to make. I don't think that game's over monetized. 
if anything it's it's under monetized they give a lot away for free they create comfort loops right <clears throat> not sure why people think it's all or nothing destiny is great if you take breaks as you should from any game right um, just use butter in your coffee Murph says, my biggest problem with normal coffee is the bitterness that doesn't go away no matter how much cream or sugar I add. Your roasts are the complete opposite. I can add just a little bit of milk and sugar and bam, smooth as butter. That's that balanced acidity that we really push for. So we don't go, we don't go super dark with the, with the Rageless Rose. And the reason we don't go super dark is because it does, it brings that bite and that bitterness that we don't want. We don't want that present in the flavor, in the flavor spectrum or palette or whatever. Yo, it's good, Hex. Mm-mm-mm. For a veteran player, it's not that bad on the monetization front. I mean, I, obviously, I, I feel a little bit more comfortable discussing that game. I, I found it strange that people were so irritated about the free-to-play players having things taken away from them uh, I, I don't. I don't really know what the framework they're coming from. Where's your starting position and your premise to act as if things acquired through Game Pass are owed to you? I, you know, uh, things that you engage with for free uh, are owed to you. I, I don't. I don't know where people are coming from. I think it's a non-existent premise. I think it's an assumed uh, entitlement. And which drives people to anger and which is I think it's foolish I don't think it's rooted in truth or or uh, or a healthy starting premise I think it's ridiculous I don't I don't see it I'm not pro I'm not pro Bungie or Destiny that company was did an egregious amount of wrong to me but I don't think anybody could claim that like well all this free stuff that people have been able to play for zero dollars they're, they're, they're somehow owed that uh, to them um, I, I don't I don't understand that it, it doesn't make much sense to me uh, your roasts are shockingly close to civet coffee you sure cats don't eat your beans no 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 maybe not over monetized but it's certainly painfully monetized after taking a break you just feel nickel and dime for an experience you've already had just with a new skin um I just don't understand what what are you referring to though what what do, what what amount of money do you have to spend to jump back in do you, do you see what I'm saying like what ten dollars I so if you take a break and you want to jump into a current season you may have to buy that year's DLC and then a season I, I don't understand how that's a I don't understand how that's nickel and diming you you're jumping into the current the the current content loop and you have to to pay to do that I, I don't see it don't make me defend this game please I, I don't I just I just don't see it if you look at how the model started and where it is I can see where the thought process comes from people are crying about Eververse and dungeons now too DLC is always on sale. Yeah, people are complaining that year five will have two paid dungeons apart from the seasons, but I don't get why. It's more content than before. I hate that they. 
I, people think I'm arrogant when I say this sort of thing, but it's hard not to see it. I, I hate that I think they got that idea from me and our community. How many times did we say we would be willing to pay extra for a raid or a dungeon in addition to the season? How many times did we say that? How many times did I say that? That we would be totally willing to do that? Sadly, I, I, I think I, we, me, us, we may have given them that idea that like uh, the, the more committed players will, um, they'll, they'll pay. They'll pay extra for that kind of stuff. So build it and sell it. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not going to sit here and try and take credit for it, but I mean, Dad Gummit, we, we said it, we said it so many times that it's hard not to think that that got into the water at the company and somebody said, why wouldn't we do that then? <laughs> it's justifiable use of resources and bandwidth. It'll turn a profit. I bought the $40 expansion. I played it and started hunting weapons. Found that I had to pay more to hunt Hawkmoon. It's not horrible, but enough for me to simply boot up Dark Souls 3. Well, you're not getting a good enough value transmission to warrant a transaction. I, I don't think that's I don't think that's being nickel and dime, but I think that's a value proposition that didn't land on you. You're like, the value's not there, I'm leaving, and that's okay. I hate the challenge system. I think when people are complaining, it feels like uh, to get bright dust, to get the free currency, you gotta do homework or pay money. But there but but there's two sides to that. They've given you a route to a currency that they don't have to do you come on don't make me defend them they're giving you a route to the currency they don't have to do that lots of other games don't do that they don't give you a route to the currency that you use in their micro store there are numerous games out there they're like no you want the cool stuff then swipe your credit card and they're like well no you can go and do all this stuff over here and then you earn the currency and you can spend it I, 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 I feel like that's a I feel like you're putting on glasses that say there's got to be a negative here. <laughs> like you're like you have to find the negative in, and it's like they don't even they don't even have to give you that route. It's not owed to you. I don't know. Bright Dust went up for me when they added the challenges. Stop! Just stop. There's no route to silver. No, no, no. I will not stop. 80 to 90% of that store is obtainable via Bright Dust. There is very few items that are silver only, and they let you know in advance what they are. Do not make me defend these guys. Their micro store is one of the best in existence. It's one of the best. 10 months from Jaggy. Hope you had a great holiday. Thank you. The monetary transaction not landing is a better way to say it, but over-monetized is the feeling. Sure, you're interpreting it as being over-monetized. Sure, sure, sure. I don't think it's accurate is all I was saying. Your feeling is not is not illegitimate. I don't think it's an accurate way to describe the game. If, if all the games say is over-monetized, that's, this, is, this is one of the ones where I just don't see it. <clears throat> The value proposition is ever tilting away from being a good value. Some of that's franchise fatigue. Your va- your 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 interpretation of value is going down because of fatigue. 
Are you defending uh, Destiny right now? This seems odd. Get a Bungie employee in here. I don't appreciate... I've always said this. I don't appreciate false or inaccurate criticism. I don't. I didn't like it when I covered the game. I don't like it more now. If you want to take chunks out of that company, do it. But at least put a scope on your rifle and hit a target. Do you see what I'm saying? Defending them isn't what you think. You are correct. Their store is the best. They have they have they have done, I think, a very good job with their micro store. I, I do. I they they've met the they've met the community in the middle. They've removed RNG. They've given you routes to Bright Dust. They limited how many items were silver only to being not a 50-50, but an 80-20 split. And then they tell you in advance what's silver only. Like they, I don't know how you can look at any of the things they've done in that store. I'm like, it's just, it's just a cash grab over monetized. There's more, there's more items in the Eververse in every season. It's shut up. It's not accurate. You're not being accurate. Be accurate in your criticisms. When you're inaccurate in your criticisms, you make me defend a company I have no interest in defending purely on the basis of just being intellectually honest like I'm more committed to intellectual honesty than like swinging a bat at Bungie they're not worth my they're not freaking worth my time anyway it's like five items a season are silver only and the next season they become available for bright dust right it's also helped to bring additional content to the game right I, I, your, your whales have subsidized content that you've probably enjoyed microtransaction whales have paid for content that you have probably enjoyed I don't view $30 for a galley in a dungeon as a good value is that accurate is that what it's going to cost to get galley in a dungeon is that true the transmog system in outriders makes destinies look like a joke I will say right now that the transmog system in outriders is one of the best I've ever seen it's wonderfully designed and, and very fair to the player, extremely easy to interact with. Their transmog system should be what people aspire to. Honestly, Lono, because of this intellectual honesty, I keep coming back to your channel. I appreciate that. I was a Destiny 2 microtransaction whale, I'm ashamed to say. I don't think there's any shame in it. You've, you, you spent money on something that you thought looked nice. There's nothing wrong with that. Even if I don't like your stance, it's honest. I appreciate that. If Bungie wants to be free to play, the store is all they should charge for. Make the expansions and seasons free. Oh, brother. You don't know what you're asking for. You don't don't know what you're asking for, man. You're letting your if if that's what you want, you're letting your drunk uncle move in because he's promising to clean the floors. Like you don't know what you're asking for. The game's quality will diminish if you get your wish. If they make everything free and they just run off of the off of the Eververse for for money, it would not be you wouldn't you would not like what you 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 get. It would be one of those things where like be careful what you wish for. I, I really don't think that that's the trajectory. Now, that's the trajectory that Creature and others think the game is on. They think that's the road. And in two to three years, you will only pay 
for an expansion and everything else will be free and I'm like mm, I don't think that's what you want the fact that you can spend $100 on a deluxe edition that has an expansion we know almost nothing about season we know nothing about and an anniversary event we know nothing about is kind of ridiculous yes but when when the ridiculous becomes the normal it's hard to label it as ridiculous I'm not saying you can't label it as ridiculous Lucy what I'm saying is is that has become the norm and it is therefore then challenging for you to say that it's ridiculous you've just described every freaking game out there <laughs> how many people spend $100 on a collector's edition game that is an art book and a little 3D stand guy on your desk and then some digital items in the game how many people are doing that regularly a lot (laughs) it's normal now it seems absurd but it's normal I don't have an issue paying $100 for hundreds of hours of playtime yeah 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 this is why people need to stop supporting pre-orders there's absolutely no reason to pre-order wait to see what it includes it's not the price that's the issue it's the fact that they are selling something they haven't told us uh, what we are getting but okay so let me let me phrase it to you another way Lucy I want you to imagine that you live in a city where there are no sidewalks and I come to you and say I have this amazing sidewalk cleaner you know machine it'll keep the sidewalk in front of your house so clean and nice pristine increases the value of your home what are you going to say I don't need that that's you're not you're you're marketing to me for something I'm never going to buy okay you're not the target $100 pre-orders with a bunch of goofy frilly things you're not the target do you want to know who is the target the people that pre-order every time and have to have everything They're the people that scroll over and say, where's the one that comes with everything? It's the, it's the value meal consumerism of like, I must have it all. That's why they do it. They do it in a limited quantity and it sells out every time. Because there are people, you're not one of them. There are people that just hit it every time. Don't want to miss out. I want the Cade statue. I want the model, I want this, I want the that, the art book, the whatever. And you know where it all is right now? Sitting on a bookshelf collecting dust. And it may be important to them. I mean, Cade's sitting on top of my uh, my PC right now. I, it's hard to part with the Destiny stuff. It is. It's weird, but it's hard. It's like, those are meaningful moments of my life. I've, I've, I've got raid jackets that are I don't enjoy wearing now, but you, you, you see the point. It's like, it's there are people that will do it every time there are content creators that just I want it, give me it, I'm going to show it off on stream, put it on my desk, put it on my Instagram, you know so you're not the target people, here's the thing with all of the cries of like stop pre-ordering it's bad for the you're wasting your breath you're wasting your breath, you might as well tell people to stop eating at McDonald's like you're wasting your breath there are people that are like, it's convenient, it tastes good, it's nostalgic, I love it. I'm going to buy it, you know, once a week or every other day or whatever. You're not going to stop them. 
coffee snobs that talk about the 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 value and the quality of Starbucks coffee. You're not going to convince people to. You're not. You're not going to convince people to to stop buying Starbucks coffee. It's not possible. You're wasting your breath. You're not the target. You're not the audience. You're not the intended consumer of Starbucks burnt coffee. You're not. <laughs> the target for the deluxe edition is the people that actively play to get the full value out of it like me right there are people like loot that just they don't question it they're like I'm gonna play a ton who cares here's my money I'm gonna play I was that I was that player you barely played you sat in orbit usually for the first month I played quite a bit it it affected the show it affected viewership but but you you clearly can see that to, 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 to that consumer the value transmission and the transaction is fair and good you will never convince them otherwise because they're not you coffee snobs pay $300 a pound for coffee that's been eaten and pooped out by cats right you look at that and think that is the most ridiculous thing I have ever heard of I know exactly what I'm asking for. I want everything in Destiny to be free like Warframe and Eververse being the one and only way to make money. Again, Warframe has the best model of free-to-play than anything on the market. Yeah, and Warframe's content loop is bland and lackluster, and they don't pull the numbers that Destiny pulls, and there's a reason for that. Their content loop, their gameplay, the substance of what they add, uh, it's, free, it's definitely a free game. You can smell the free on it. You can smell the free game on it. You're like, yep, it's a free game. That's not shade, but the quality of Warframe's content loop, come on, brother, you're talking about a a, a freaking Little League game versus the pros. It's not even in the same ballpark of the content loop of Destiny. Dadgummit, stop making me defend Destiny. Destiny's content loop and gameplay is king comparatively to Warframe. This is not up for debate. This is an objective truth. <laughs> it's subjective to the user, but the users have shown that this is better. And even that, that's like that's that's close to being fallacy of the group, but it's a business and that's the determiner of value and worth, is it not? Warframe always beats Destiny on Steam. Cliff, you know why that is true. Don't use that. Come on, you're better than that. You're smarter than that. You know that's not a valid point. I'm a, I love Warframe. I'm a vet. I've played for thousands of hours. So much content, value, and enjoyment. Uh, it, come on! You, you, know, you know in your heart of hearts. You know in your heart of hearts that the free-to-play aspect of Warframe affects the quality and the substance of the content that you get. You have to know that don't do that don't don't be disingenuous about it don't be intellectually dishonest about it you know that the free to play dramatically influences the substance the reach the depth of the content in warframe it's an acquired taste there's tons there for free but unless you buy into its universe it's just a weird heavy grind 
the, the, the content loop doesn't have near the appeal, playability, and value as Destiny does. It lacks good PvP. That's not really the issue in my mind. That's not really the issue. It took me nearly two months of playing to create a limbo frame. Stop playing after that. Yeah, the structures in that are, are, are very grindy. Not explained and grindy and real time waiting, like I don't know, IRL, like actual time. Mm. I'm jumping into this convo because people are saying it's bad. It most certainly is not. I didn't say it was bad. I said comparatively, it's not in the same ballpark as Destiny's quality. It isn't. I don't see it. I don't see how you could say the content loop and the gameplay of Warframe is as good as Destiny. I just don't, I just, I don't see it. It's, you can smell the free-to-play on the game. You can. And I was pushing back on the notion that, like, Destiny should go 100% free-to-play and make all of its money off Eververse, because look, look, Warframe does it, and I'm like, oh my gosh. Do you have any idea how diluted and bland Destiny would get if everything went free-to-play? It would not be life-giving to the franchise. It would, be, it would be the opposite. It would be the opposite. What's that picture? Fast flex. <laughs> what am I supposed to be seeing? The glitches in Halo? What am I? What's the glitch? I don't see it. I'm not seeing it. It's maybe it's too small. Destiny's quality would feel more dominant if every season didn't feel like copy-paste. At least Warframe content is experimental, even if it doesn't go as deep. Uh, I don't know. It's just very opaque. I didn't really know what I was doing and why. A big part of that is on me, but the devs have to take responsibility for not being as engaging. Oh, everyone's supposed to be looking at the camera. Oh, okay. The Witcher display looks amazing with the red. Yeah, it does. The, the 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 Horizon Zero Dawn one. I knew that would look good. I was I'm very pleased with that one as well. Destiny has storytelling that's always overlooked. That's a big reason why Destiny content loops on different level, literally a different dimension of content. But they also they are also just bad. You you got the. I wish we could increase the character limit in YouTube chat. Like, let me bump it to three hundred for Pete's sakes. Like, it's my chat. Uh, I'm a Destiny day one player to present. I'm also a veteran in Warframe. I've spent way more time on Warframe, the free to play game. That's by design, homie. You know that. That's by design. Okay, detach yourself from the experience and analyze why you put more time into Warframe. That's by design. I'm not doubting your enjoyment. I'm not. But if you're going to play it with any sense of longevity, then you're going to put in more time. It's just more grindy. Oh, you spent more money. Oh, okay. Well, hang on. But that has no bearing on the conversation because that's subjective to your own value perception. That is not what we were talking about. We were talking about going free to play and why I don't think that would be good for Destiny. 
not a matter of like well you spent more money in Warframe well okay maybe you enjoyed the game better maybe you see the value proposition landing on your sentimentalities in a, in a, in a clearer way you look at the Eververse and you're like no like there's also a lot of routes to take to get the Eververse items for literally free so like it's it's that's a tough comparison and it doesn't really it really doesn't hold sway in a debate about like whether or not you know, Destiny should go totally free to play and, and live off the Eververse. You understand how much they'd have to restructure the Eververse, right? Like, they couldn't let you earn Bright Dust the way you do now. They couldn't have an 80-20 split the way they do now. They'd have to completely revamp it. It'd have to be almost all silver only. Y- you want to talk about self-sabotage? That's a pretty fast route to self-sabotage. Dilute the content because it's all free to play and then make your Eververse store a bunch of silver only items. You want to talk about killing your own game. That'd be a quick way to do it. That'd be a quick way to do it. There's no trajectory where that works. I'm defending Destiny. Oh, the user said the Eververse should be the only way you pay, and I don't agree. Now I understand. Okay, you were bolstering essentially what I just said in that right now you don't have to spend enough in the Eververse. It wouldn't, it wouldn't work. Free-to-play games are designed uh, to get the player to spend money, obtuse wait times, long, long grinds for items. Destiny going free-to-play would be horrible. Yeah, I could see the seasons going free and just like, here's a new battle pass. Do you want the battle pass? And you buy the battle pass. And the content loop marginally changed or was just a bunch of recycled stuff. I could maybe see that. But their expansions and the stories and the narrative and the raids and the dungeons, I, I just there's just no way. We at least have the option to shut Tess up so we don't hear halfway across the tower. <laughs> right. Uh, all right. Hang on. Okay. What happened? Give myself an outline for the new world uh, video. Oh gosh, we haven't scheduled it. Yeah, I'm so I'm I'm out of I'm out of sync. I'm out of sorts. Uh, I got to schedule the new world stream. Excuse me. Whew. Okay. Do you still have to wait like in IRL? Yeah, there's like real time waiting. Like you actually have to wait for certain things uh, to 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 work in uh, in Warframe. Like, it, that, that, that's 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 part of the game's like build structure is that you set up something and then you wait. Uh, <laughs> it's. Yeah, it's part of the game's build structure. Um, you know? Alright, new world. And then I need a non-live thumbnail for Halo, because we'll switch that. Uh, oh, shoot. I hate when I do that. 
you're not supposed to uh, includes that if I like leave the frame to download something um, whenever I whenever I'm scheduling the stream it like freaks it out it's like hey like All right, I'm going to schedule this for 12.30 so people get the 30-minute notey, but we're going to go over before that. Um, what the what? There we go, 12.30. So in five minutes, I'll get a 30-minute notey. We'll go over earlier than that, though. Whether wish you could play Destiny again, it was bad enough to be banned on purple, but they kicked you out of your house and they took your driver's license away. I don't know. When you ascend to a higher plane, you don't need, you know, you don't need rubble. You know what I mean? I don't know. That's not like, that's not like it's a, a weird, like, arrogant stance. Like, I do, I just believe, like, I'm operating, existing, and creating on another plane now, and that that plane is beneath me. That game, that community, that company, I just... They don't exist where I exist. I just, I don't know. I, I see the community and the content creators and the dialogue as just being, it's just refuse, you know? It stinks. I don't mind discussing it with you guys because you guys play and you still enjoy. I think the game itself is 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 fine, but everything attached to it, it just doesn't concern me anymore. That's why I can talk about it, and I just it used to bother me to talk about it. You know what I mean? It used to bother me to talk about it, but it doesn't matter to me anymore because it's like it's like down there. It's like you're you're at, you're at ground level. You know what I mean? I've just risen above it. And that's not like some sense of like arrogance or something like, I'm better than the game and the community. No. They showed themselves for what they are. And you just rise above people and companies and individuals that show themselves to be refuse. You just rise above it. Did you figure out the odd pairing issue? Yes, it was an input delay issue uh, with OBS. I'm now bypassing OBS and it fixed the problem. Once I solved it off stream, I was literally parrying every single, uh, I was deflecting every single attack from the base level enemy. It was like, it was like, it was no big deal. If you can't deflect a garden variety like low level enemy in Sekiro, you're never going to make it. And that's why I was like something's wrong. Like I'm I'm not missing. What happens is I'll I'll explain to you what happens. So my PlayStation goes through a capture card which then goes into OBS. Not the OBS I'm streaming with, a separate OBS, okay? A separate OBS. And that OBS on my gaming rig, it will just periodically drop frames. It's not always the most accurate picture of what's happening. 
that's why I would deflect, deflect, no problem, no problem. And then all of a sudden I was like, I, I don't understand. I hit the button and nothing happened. It's the same reason why I was having an issue in Kena. Now you might say, well, why didn't this problem show up in Dark Souls 3? Because Dark Souls 3 was running on my PC, on my gaming rig, not on a separate device. The separate device having to route through a capture card and then a separate instance of OBS was causing infrequent and inconsistent latency, which is why I'd be like, I don't understand. It works some of the time, but then it just randomly doesn't work. Kana was doing that to me. Now, Kana had parry window issues that they addressed. I was compounding the problem. And then when I tried to play Sekiro, I was like, I don't understand. And like the light bulb went off for me when I said I wasn't having this problem when I was playing in my living room. Plugged right into the TV. I was like, I wasn't having this issue. The base level enemies were not a problem. Their animations are super easy to read and time. I was like, I don't don't get it. I wonder if you would have noticed in Dark Souls 3. Oh, I would have, because some of those guys with the shields, the the, the aggressive knights with the red eyes, oh yeah, I'd have been like, what the frick, I pressed the button, because they're, they're aggressive and their their attacks require some, some, some speed and precision. You're not playing it on PC? I felt like the game ran smoother and was more responsive on my PS5. I don't know why, it just did. And so I caught up to where I was on my PS5, and I, I switched over to playing on the PS5 because I was playing off stream I was like I gotta shake the Dark Souls rust out of my skull because Sekiro is just so different and so I was like well let me play off stream a little bit and kind of just play against some garden variety enemies and get, kind of get my footing again and it felt amazing and then I played on stream and I was like something is wrong I was like I was telling people I was like I'm hitting the button like I'm not I'm not mistiming a deflection on like the weakest enemy in the game. I was like, I'm, I'm not a bad player. I've proven myself to be a pretty good player. I was like, what's happening? It's a, it's a, it's an input latency thing that was only happening because of how I was going through OBS and projecting. And so we're bypassing that now. Basically, the PS5 goes into the capture card and then just goes right to my monitor. And then you guys will just see it on in in OBS. They need to marry Sekiro's combat with the Souls RPG. Yeah, apparently, Elden Ring feels more like Dark Souls than Sekiro, which is a bit of a bummer. We'll probably have to circle back to Dark Souls uh, in order to get ready um, for Elden Ring. Because if we go into Elden Ring, you know, thinking and playing like it's going to be like Sekiro, we're probably going to have a hard time. My advice of hitting the button quicker was actually correct. <laughs> Well, it's one of those things where, like, you only feel it if you're sitting in the seat, right? You're only feeling it if you're sitting in the seat. If I'm sitting in the seat, I know, I'm like, there. it's not working right. Like, I knew something was wrong. It, it, it was the same with Kane and Bridge of Spirits. I'm like, on your end, you're just like, Lono, you're not hitting the button on time. And I'm like, no, you don't understand. I know that I am because I'm holding the controller. Like... I'm not going to sit here and be that cliche guy like, it's lag, it's lag, it's lag. But I was like, there is something wrong. If I if a garden variety enemy is hitting me and I'm like, bro, I, I, I hit deflect, what the frick? And then I just stood there and let the guy swing on me and I was hitting, you know, five out of six, deflect, deflect, deflect. And then one would sneak in and I'm like, what happened there? I pushed the button. As soon as I got rid of the input delay, I stood in front of that guy. I deflected 20 times in a row. He never hit me. 
Why? Why? Because I'm not having random input delay. That's why I, I see now why Souls fans hated Sekiro. The combat was too hard for them. Well, it's different. Does that mean the input delay has been active for all the games? Only games on console and the only games Abe I've played on console that have timing windows that tight are Kena and Sekiro. There might have been times where I was playing... No, Jedi Fallen Order was PC. Dark Souls 3 was PC. The issues that I was running into in Dark Souls 3 was camera, and then when I played Cinder, it's like a known thing that it'll just ignore your inputs because of the ground. That has nothing to do with input delay. The final fight in Dark Souls 3, it's literally a known thing. Like, yeah, that'll just ignore your input sometimes. Because it thinks your character is, like, in the air. Because you're, like, you're on uneven ground. You can kind of see it in Dark Souls 3 when you go downstairs quickly. It's like your feet leave the ground for, like, a millisecond. And in that millisecond, the game's like, you can't press a button because you're in the air. Like, you can't drop in Dark Souls 3 and, like, and roll. (laughs) You can't do that. You're just falling. Because you're in the air. So. So in Dark Souls 3, I got frustrated with the camera. And then I got frustrated with, you know, some of the stunlock, you know, situations. But in the Cinder fight, I was irritated by my, my inputs not hitting. And a couple of his forms are so bad that the veterans in chat were like, you just run away with it. You just run away from them. His scimitar is garbage. Just run away. I'm like, what? (laughs) That's so stupid. (laughs) That's so dumb. (laughs) And then you take unmitigatable damage. Well, yeah. And and, and that's some of the things I didn't like. Like, Cinder has attacks and the Dancer have attacks that I just think are garbage. I just don't think they're fair. And listen, people are like, you can't call the game cheap. You can't call it blah, blah, blah. No, it is cheap. They put it in there and they know it's cheap. It's part of the game. Don't pretend it's not. That's worse. <laughs> it's literally, <laughs> you know what I mean? Camera and the weapon not tracking are the biggest issues for me in Demon Souls. Yeah, yeah. Camera is rough in, in Demon Souls and Dark Souls. watch a video about people who do all the Souls games in a row without getting hit once. These people are crazy. Yeah. Scimitar form is what the PvP meta was in Dark Souls 1. It's It was such a cheeky reference. It's not cheap. It's part of the challenge to get all the clout. Right. Like, it's one of those things where the people that like the game, they, they take offense to me saying it's cheap. In the heat of the moment, right, I, I could be wholly inaccurate in my in my claim. I could be 100% inaccurate in my claim because I'm angry and I'm I'm wrestling with the game, right? That's that's part of the game. It's part of the game. But people take it personal because I'm like it's cheap, it's cheap, it's cheap. If you play through Dark Souls games and you can't admit some of the things they put in the game are cheap, then you're not playing the same game that I'm playing. It's literally a part of the game. They do it knowing this is going to be kind of cheap. This is going to be a bit of a sucker punch. This is going to be a looky loo. We're gonna we're gonna trick the player or mislead the player or whatever. Or we're gonna hit the player with something out of left field that they had no idea was coming. You're allowed to call that cheap. The question is, is there enough of it 
to like can you tolerate it you're like well it's okay it's there's not too much there's not too much of it there's enough to irritate you and try your patience which is part of the game's appeal what if you know how to deal with the cheap stuff then well look at what people told me to do half the time run away from his attacks you are acknowledging the cheapness of it by basically saying you just run away it's not something that you can mitigate stop block parry or whatever you can't do it consistently the timing is a little off there's a dissonance so just run away come on call it what it is call that's a it's a spade call it a spade Yevo Unsecure of lack of weapon variety and character customization just kind of bored me. Wasn't any tougher than Souls games, just different play style. If you adapt to the Sekiro uh, play style, it it is uh, yeah, it's 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 properly challenging, but it's as beatable as the other Souls games. It's just you have to, Souls players were not accustomed to that style of play. They're ultimately a test of patience and memory rather than skill. Yeah, yeah. Some some of it, I would say. You ever play Mortal Shell? I don't like Mortal Shell. I tried to get into it. I got into it and just, I don't know. Something, there was there is something in the timing and the rhythm of that game. I, I don't know. It's like if you enjoy the tango, that game is a waltz. I just, I just, I can't, I, I just kept stepping on my own toes in, in Mortal Shell. I didn't like it. That doesn't mean it's a bad game. I just didn't like it. The timing, there was just something off in the timing for me personally. It was a personal thing. I don't, I don't think it's a criticism of the game. Um, well, I, I think back then I did criticize the combat. I did say that the combat felt a little sloppy. So we got to switch gears. I, I wasn't watching the time. I got, I got 60 seconds here. I'm going to put a link in chat. It's where we're going. Uh, we are, uh, we're shifting to the new world topic now. Um, and so there's a pinned chat thing there and I should be able to redirect smooth we've got our own method of doing this now hey thanks for clicking on the video gonna be talking today about new world trade house problems continue why this is fueling some of my concern about the game and why it should be concerning to you as well Uh, if you like these videos if you like these live streams be sure uh, to hit subscribe and the bell button that way you do not miss them and we are going to redirect now from the other stream and we appreciate everybody coming over